Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Life is Storytelling podcast. I'm here with Ernest. Hey, hello babies. Hello, and we are here talking about movies. Movies, movies, movies. Indeed. Indeed. And what 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 is that? You seem like you're replying so quickly, Ernest. Oh, we have two mics. Two mics. One mic for you, one mic for me. One mic for you and one mic for me. Look that at is how fast we're like interchanging right oh my here. god no we actually still just have one mic we're just moving back and forth really quick we just sit really close together oh dude yeah. <laughs> they're just really good mics that apparently can cancel that sound out actually he's like completely on the other side of the room we are the same person oh i didn't i didn't register where you were taking it that's on me we'll get better <laughs> we'll get better we'll get better um but we are here um as i said last week taking a break from our del toro movie series not saying we needed one but not at all uh a movie that is part of a trilogy, which I never thought would actually become a trilogy, came out recently. We we saw it last week. Ernest, what is the movie I'm, I'm thinking of? Clerks. Clerks. Clerks Specifically, three. Clerks 3, yes. Yeah, right. um, so today, in the front half of this episode, we're going to be talking about Clerks 1 and 2, just going over the two of them. Um, and then we will be at the in the back half talking on, on our thoughts on Clerks 3. Actually, a lot to dive in there. Um Oof. Ooh, oh yeah um i will say here and we'll say it again when we get to the back of the episode this will be full spoilers especially for clerks one and two because come on shame on you shame on you if Which, you've ever run a register and you I haven't watched these movies i can't say shame on you uh, wait was this your first time watching i it? saw both of these movies i saw clerks well i'd seen clips of each one before mm-hmm. i'd seen like a little bit mm-hmm. um and then clerks one, I watched the night before we went to the movies, mm-hmm. and Clerks 2, I watched after work, right before I left. Wow. Like, the credits hit, and then I walked out the door to go. Wow. And... Don't be... The, oh, you know, I think we can say it. I think we can finally say it again. Don't be the guy at the party who hasn't seen Clerks. Don't be the guy at the party that hasn't seen all three Clerks movies. Okay. The Clerks the clerks saga, you if have, you will. You have homework if you haven't. <laughs> um, we actually don't know where they're streaming, if they're streaming anywhere, because uh, we use my physical media matters, and I lent, I lent Ernest here my DVDs. I have special editions of the first and second movie. Um, I got both of them, and I think it matters to bring this up. My Clerks 2 um, case, as it states in there, is from Blockbuster. That was my first job. Um, so hits home. With a lot of the the working at a movie store play situations in this movie, yeah, um, and then Clerks One, I bought, I literally bought while I was working at a different movie store after Blockbuster went out of business. So, hey man, you you never know where you're gonna end up working. Uh, I don't work at a movie th- movie place anymore. I love movie stores, few and far between, unfortunately these days. But I, you know what, you had said that earlier, and I didn't think about this, but I have worked in a convenience store. Okay, so hey. Right there with you. I, exactly, man. If we would have been next door to each other. Oh man, it would have been over. We would. Uh, Kevin Smith would have never become popular. We would have got zero work done. They would have made a movie about us. They w- they would probably. have, and maybe they did. Yeah, maybe they did. Um, <laughs> though I definitely think you're more of the J, and <laughs> I'm more of the J. You're more of a J than either a Dante guy. or I don't. So out of our friend group, I would say Justin's definitely the Randall. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no and I doubt. guess in that scenario, I would consider myself as Dante. And then Ashley is uh, Jay. <laughs> okay. Wait, we just said you're Jay. I'm Silent Bob. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, if you don't hold that mic right, you are. Uh, <laughs> but 
with that, I think we can go ahead and get started on it. Um, before we fully get into our thoughts on it, Ernest, I want to ask you, um, as, as you just stated, you just kind of are just got into the Clerks trilogy like That's heavily. Right. That's right. Um, what is your relationship with Kevin Smith, his movies, if there is one, and so forth? So first and foremost, I know that he is loved. Like he's just like a fan favorite of most people. Um, most people that I know anyway. Um, and like, I've always thought he was super cool. I just love the way he is himself always. It's the jorts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like the jackets with shorts and like backwards baseball caps and And the jerseys and the jerk and the hockey jerseys and just him being like a, a pure, nerd just like with the ability to like do his thing and i love when a nerd just gets to like succeed you know what i mean absolutely absolutely it always makes me happy but um i mean i've my first movie of his was probably jay and silent bob strike back really yeah that's not even the first jay and silent bob movie right right so that was i think that was my first one and then um and then I've seen clips. I had seen clips of Clerks One and Clerks Two, like, and I, I might have like been in the room like while they were on or something, and just was like doing something else, you know. And this is all through. I mean, since '94, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So chances are I I came across it pretty young, because I hung around people that would probably be watching clerks that's know? fair i think we've all we all know people that would have been fans of these movies yeah yeah so i um that was the extent for a long time i saw like dogma on like comedy central and stuff that is like how that. i saw it first as well <laughs> yeah yeah and i think um i think i mean i might have seen some of clerks too on comedy central but now that i'm thinking about it i don't know how much they could show yeah i don't know because <laughs> especially after watching it recently i don't know what you could show on tv i might just be making that up i'm not sure but uh yeah yeah it's been like i see them around you know what i mean and then, i wish we saw him around definitely have i still haven't seen all of his movies or anything like that but i mean i'm as much of a fan that you could be without like seeing those movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. It's he, he's definitely loved. You will also find people that are plenty, plenty passionate saying that, um, after the heart attack, he hasn't been able to come back or he wasn't as good. It's very much the same camp. I don't know if you're familiar with how Stephen King's regarded by some of the writing community or horror community saying that all this stuff before he got off drugs and stuff was really good, real outlandish. Uh, and then he just never got back to that greatness. Afterwards. I've, I've heard that yeah. said before. And we are not echoing those sentiments. I'm just, just putting that out there that there are people who think like that. Um, I am in the camp. I, I'm a, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. It yeah. is definitely, he is, he is an interesting filmmaker. He's an interesting filmmaker. Absolutely. He has such a weird, cause I was looking over it, especially as we were going through the clerks movies. He has such a weird filmography. <laughs> Because his early movies are a lot of common. He even has a rom com. Have you seen Jer- Jersey Girl by chance? No. Okay. Or, or well, who's in it? Every Ben Affleck. Right. And <laughs> I, who's I, does he have like? There's a there's a little girl. And his wife dies. I think so. I don't fully remember Spoilers. it. Spoilers. 
Uh, I, I did say full spoilers. <laughs> but, uh, but also, this is very but, vague remembrance. Right, um, right. But that—that um, that is not to even go into. No, that yeah, movie. he like has to raise his daughter by himself. I'm pretty sure. Like that, right? Yeah, 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 I saw that movie. I just didn't know that it was Kevin Smith. Yeah, I mean, that came out at a time in our lives where we probably wouldn't have even. Like who's Kevin Smith? Right. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I loved watching Dogma on TV all the time, and I, I never thought, oh, Kevin Smith. I'd probably say within the last like five to six years, he started like really popping up in my life a lot, okay. and me just seeing like him on like in a video on social media, or mm-hmm. he does like, a lot with IMDb. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, as I've I've told you before, he being the nerd that he is, he definitely gets, he ventures out and does something like mm-hmm. the CW shows. Yeah. He got to direct some episodes of Supergirl and flash, um, which uh, I've watched a few interviews on those. Cause I used to be really into those shows. Um, and he, he had a blast doing, and if you know anything, the dude loves comic books. Yeah. I know that. Um, and I, I can only imagine like what a, what an awesome thing to be part of those. Um, RIP to those shows though. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, hell, at this point, RIP to all DC. Um, But that's a discussion for another time. Kevin Smith. So, like, he has the, like, it's so, it's, there's a ton of comedies, right? Mm -hmm. And then, have you heard of the movie Red State? I'm not sure. It's a movie with John Goodman. Um, There's a cult. I believe he's a detective. Holy shit, I don't think so. Yeah, it's not a comedy. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, I'm fairly certain, because I watched it when it first came out, and I haven't watched it since. Um, but I think that's the first movie he made after the heart attack. I don't know oh, if it okay. was started before and then he finished it after. I don't, I don't know the full scenario. I'd have yeah. to look into it. Um, but it's just like when you look at his filmography, there's so many, like there's not just one common thing he does. And I mean, that's what you would want from a director. Like when you look at Tarantino, it's not like it's all Westerns. It's not all gangster movies. Um, he, he tries to extend himself. And I think Kevin Smith does too. Um, and obviously, and we'll talk about it here with the Clerks trilogy, you'll find uh, similar themes, some things that just keep repeating, stuff like that, like maybe religion, whatnot. The Jersey. Men- I was going to say, the mention of Jersey. Um, but I mean, that's when it's instead of it becoming something that's like trite and overused, it becomes like a trademark. And you're like, that's the Kevin Smith I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Um, I'm definitely a fan and I didn't, I've never thought we needed a clerks three. I'm uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. I'm glad we got one. That's all I'll say on that. You know, like one of the lines in the uh, trailer for clerks three, mm-hmm. um, they say, uh, maybe what if we do a sequel? And he's like, what am I'm I not going to do a sequel. What yeah. am I a hack? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, there's so much potential for Kevin Smith to just be a hack. Just like a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. But like everything is just different mm-hmm. enough to just be this amazing, like it's a multiverse, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know how much of a, cause it did definitely start out being a thing where everything was in the same universe. When you get more of this like weirder projects like red state. Yeah. Cause Jay and silent Bob are in and that. I don't know if those count. I'd have to ask him. <laughs> um, they could, I just, the ones that you know are there's work put there to be like oh movies stuff like that um but i think that is a good good point yeah good segue into let's just talk some clerks let's do it let's talk some clerks we should um so we are going to be start well we're talking about the first two uh ernest i'm going to throw to you first man what did you think of clerks clerks two so of clerks two either oh okay okay. i'm doing both bro so uh 
it's the night before Clerks 3. <sighs> right. Oh, that's and, right. You have a whole thing. <laughs> and it was late, too, man. Me and Justin stayed up playing Overwatch until, like, fucking 12.30, probably. Dumb. Had work the next day. Because what, what day did we go see the movie? It was last Thursday. Right. So I, like, fucking I stayed up that Wednesday night, and I was just beat, man. But I was like, dude, I got to get off because I have to watch clerks and if i don't like then i'm gonna have to do both like one during work or something like that i don't know how i'd pull it off um so i threw it on and didn't have any fucking trouble staying up through that thing like i was all i was just so into like so it opens up and it's the dude with the lung you know and um which i i love that they have their own um cigarette brand yeah uh-huh. and and it appears in like different in different stuff as well uh part of that multiverse or whatever right <laughs> or i'll take in i it's not maybe it's not a multiverse like they take place in the same universe yeah yeah that's oh the, that's fair that's i didn't even think about it multiverse is just right. so common now. yeah it's just so easy to like <laughs> damn you marvel so um so yeah it opens up with the dude with the lung and ends up being the fucking the gum salesman or whatever and it's like what a gag man yeah dude it's wonderful it's it's so good and that just like okay i'm in it and then they homeboy walks over and they just start rapping you know and it's their back and forth is just some of the best shit man just to be specific are you talking about randall and dante Uh, randall and dante nice yeah man they absolutely their their dialogue carries yeah their chemistry man and like it's it's so weird too because like i feel like there's lines written on the inside of that newspaper i can see that i can definitely see that and i feel like sometimes he's just like looking off to the side and there's probably like a cue card there yeah some of the things that he does say it sounds a little bit like he's reading and stuff yeah like it's not really like the most top notch acting Mm -mm. or anything like that but it's just so engaging Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um and it, it does get better as the movies go on like they're acting and stuff like that um, cause when you get to two, like they already have, they have so much established from one and that they could just reference back and stuff like that. And it's like you said, like there are some things that you see repeat themselves and stuff like that. Um, when you break it all down though, like I said, it's all different enough mm-hmm. to where it like stays fresh and stuff. Yeah. So, like, and it just plays off almost like an Easter egg when you find it in a later movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, to focus in on Cl- clerks one real quick, um, that black and white, it just hits. Man. It does. It do- dude, it does. It does. It does. And they, I, mean, I don't want to get too much into three yet, yeah. but they do like reference it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot it in black and white. Um, and it's actually Kevin Smith saying it. Yeah. And he, when he breaks it down as to like why and stuff like that, it's like, oh, like you just appreciate that black and white in the first one mm-hmm. so much more after seeing that. Exactly. Which is the case for a lot of stuff from three, which again, yeah. I'm going to try not to get into. It's Let's so stop. hard. <laughs> it's all references. You know, it's all references. Three is all references. One is what is first. Right. Right. And I do, they come up with such, it's such original things. Like it can only be like, true or true-ish stories mm-hmm. you know what i mean like fucking 
Uh, what's your favorite story from one? From one? My favorite story? I guess your favorite bit. Favorite bit. Oh, well. Because I just... So there's a man in the bathroom. Right. Uh, it's hard to top that, especially since I forgot about it. I completely forgot. And I don't know. I'm like, how did you forget, Chris? How did you forget this? Because I'm even watching it. And when you see the guy being like, can I borrow some toilet paper? Can I borrow a magazine? Um, I'm like, there's something I'm supposed to be remembering. Because it's been forever since I watched it. Um, and I was like, there's something about this guy. And then the movie goes away. And just like Dante, you forget he's there. You completely forget You completely that he's forget he's there. Um, but then, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> his ex, right? It's his ex yeah. who he ends up trying to get back with because Dante, and we'll say this about but what one into, and it's brought up and it's brought up as his character flaw multiple times. The dude is horrible at making decisions. He's wishy-washy. He is wishy-washy. Um, and he's so scared of taking a risk and then, and something I don't think they really touch on. They don't need to. Randall gets points across plenty clearly, but like the risk you take when you're not making the decision between two people (laughs) is, is pretty big. It's pretty big. Um, but for that gag in the bathroom to what, what was her name? Caitlin. I don't need to go into full details on the bit because if you haven't seen Clerks, watch it. And I think that's the one thing that's like, it's just a great reveal. It is. Um, but there's something involving a man in a bathroom and where that goes w- involving his ex. It's wonderful. Um, but aside from the bits, what I really like about Clerks 1 is, so I don't, I've watched a few like, um, and we're, we're getting into filmographies with you as well, mm-hmm. but I love seeing where a director starts. I absolutely love it. Um, like I own a movie called the following it's Christopher Nolan's first movie. Also black and white. Um, there is just something about these people's first films, specifically Kevin Smith's that just screams like, um, experimental, like college film. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not, a, I don't mean that as an insult. The dude's a kid when he's making this movie. I'm pretty sure they're all in their twenties. Um, cause Randall and, uh, Dante bring up, they're like 20, 22, 23. And I'm just like, Oh my God, they're babies. They're just a bunch of babies. When you see Kevin Smith or AKA silence, Bob in this movie, like, I was like, Oh my God, you little baby faced man. Yeah. And yeah. He, of course he still has the beard. He still has the hair, but dear God. Um, and then Jason Mewes <laughs> or Jay, um, it's just so wild. Uh, but when you look at this movie and just the, like the shots, like you can tell, as you were saying, it's somewhat amateurish, but in like in a way that's like it, it still grips you. It's so pure. It, it pure, exact pure is the best way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Um, because you can t- so Kevin Smith is a great example of a director who doesn't get in get in his own way. Um, like trying too hard to do something. This Clerks one is very simple. It's very stripped down. It's about the characters. Yeah. And I wish, honestly, even today, more directors would realize you can have a great story. Just go and flourish if you just have the characters do their thing. Yeah. They barely leave that strip mall. Barely. In in the whole movie. Yeah. And um, and, if, and there are a few moments where they do. But um, the majority of the movie is it's mostly in the convenience store. But even with it all taking place in the convenience store... Um, they they what kevin smith really accomplishes with the first movie is he makes this whole world that just 
and may, maybe it's because like I've worked at a register. Maybe it's because I've worked at a movie store, sim- similar setting like this. Um, but it just feels so like, first of all, lived in, like it's, it's a, it's a world that establishes itself. You mm-hmm. can believe it exists. Um, but I could totally see, like, it just feels like I've been here. It feels like I've been here. And it just like it, that feeling is something that you cannot downplay because some directors just can't do that. And it's like, because obviously these, these are pretty straightforward movies. Uh, you, you could call them realistic to a point where there's no, no fantastical elements, but um, it's all plausible. Yeah. It's all like, it's just clerks, man. Um, but you buy into it. Yeah. And, there is a way that that could not work, especially with a lot of the humor that's in this. But I think we've all to- told some pretty inappropriate jokes here and there behind the counter. No doubt. Complained about some customers, told some stories about customers at a previous job, something like that. Being like, oh, man, my story's worse than yours. No, mine's worse than yours. And then just being like, oh, man, never mind. You're right. Yours is much worse than mine. Because... <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we've all worked. Most of us have worked customer service, and yeah. he he captures it in a. It's obviously heightened comedically, but the scary part is it's not too off the mark. <laughs> most customers suck. Most most do, unless you. Well, we're not going to bring up our jobs for the sake of keeping them. Uh, <laughs> I don't go out to eat with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But that is to say, Kevin Smith does something really special with the first Clerks movie, and especially because I just watched it two days ago. Like I, I've been thinking about that movie since I finished it. Me too, and it's been a week. Dude, yeah, man, yeah. and especially when you see how that pertains to, as you were saying, Clerks Three, because mm-hmm. Clerks One and Clerks Three are very united, and Clerks Two has a big part of Three as well. But it is still definitely, it, we can do this in true Clerks fashion. Um, that's like the two towers. It, it it is a connecting point from one to three. It does link it, but yeah. it does. It could also just be like the outlier. And yeah. it is definitely more different than one and three. Absolutely. Whereas fellowship and return of the King pretty much just go right into each other, which has a lot to do with like, I mean, they do keep a lot of the same cast, but yep. like the switch of location yep. has a lot to do with that as well. Mm. Cause the third one, they come back to the store. So. They do. Um, but movies, I mean that, that brought back some memories too. Yeah. I, you've done fast food. I have done fast food. I've done fast food as well. It's not great. It's, it's the worst. It is pretty bad. Yeah. Because like, it's customer service along with fast food. I've had like, what? what's your worst job? Without, oh, well, no, I can say it. Uh, what is my worst job? So my least favorite job is working at a grocery store. Oh, okay. okay. I hated it. That was worse than fast food. Well, yeah. Um, so imagine everything you hate about these places. Like if you work fast food, people don't need to be there. They, they want to be there just because it's like cheap food that tastes pretty good, stuff like that. Okay. Imagine everyone's like that level of entitlement and just annoyingness with people that actually need what you have there. Ah. And I have some pretty bad horror story. I don't want to go into it on the podcast. Right. One of them is gross. Um, <laughs> but th- there, there are some there are some people that just do not actually care about the people at the register. And that really shows itself around the holiday season when you work at a grocery store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I mean, and Clerks does a good job of showing like the the ugly side of both. Because, mm-hmm. because there's not good customer service in those. There is. There is. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, oh, there there's is not good bad, customer service in yeah, that and I'm like there, there is, is yes, bad there. customer service. <laughs> so um 
like but they also do a good job of showing how customers can be shitty too this absolutely is not, this is not uh, one-sided they anything. definitely well i do want to say they definitely lean on that end but at the same time you want you want to be on the side of your main characters but fast food is my second least favorite job as well the uh installing a cable oh. was the this is terrible it was so bad i didn't like having to go in people's houses that does but sound weird close second though sonic yeah that shit i'm sorry if sonic was about to no they were about you. to they were about to support our podcast if they were about to sponsor you but man that shit was rough oh no i mean and there's a new was, netflix series coming out and everything it was in the rough side of town all that stuff too so like yeah man it was it was some shit but um yeah, they do a good job depicting what that shit's like as well. And then because like the people you end up working with too, fuck, there there's some characters in the back they of are. the kitchen, and man. some of them will become like your family, and then some of them are just like, I guess like a weirder part of your How family. How do you exist? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like with like the difference of like you'll see the memes being like when the day crew meets the night crew stuff like that. Um, especially because I worked at um, a pretty popular coffee establishment. I worked at Starbucks. Um, their their start of day is like five a.m. It's awful, it's so bad. Um, but for the record, that is the fast food place I refer to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say these movies because I was telling you uh, as you as we were alluding to that the perspective definitely leans towards like we're siding with the clerks here. Oh, for the sure. The customers are pretty bad. These movies are absolutely made for like the working class, like the person behind the register, um, especially if those are jobs you're working right now, because dear God, everything's expensive. And because they're doing things that you wish you could do to a customer. Absolutely. You know, that people absolutely. just like dream of doing it. They just actually do that shit. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like when he... uh in the first one when he just spits on that old man <laughs> oh my god i had to rewind it i was like did i miss something and no. i mean that's the thing is like he is being an asshole mm-hmm. that customer is being a complete asshole mm-hmm. and he just like just riding his fucking face and randall goes for it. to and- be fair i will say this randall is also not not necessarily in that scene though what he did is obviously wrong but um R- randall's kind of a dick <laughs> through these movies oh i mean 100%. even to dante bro like, it, oh man it has nothing it, it's not kind of like it's pretty big he's yeah, a yeah. dick yep yeah, yeah. absolutely and like that's the thing is like he knows it mm-hmm. you know and then dante you kind of look at him especially because i didn't think about it the first time i saw this movie i was like oh dante's just such a nice guy He's he's the nice fella. He's also kind of a shitbag, and he's pretty big of a shit because he's doing something. He's obviously talking to two different women, right? More than that, he almost runs away with one. Yeah, and like when he sets up that whole plan with his ex, being like, "We can go away tonight," and I'm just thinking here because I love Vanessa, the, his actual girlfriend, his currently dating girlfriend. Um, she's like, "I'll be back later." After she drops a lasagna off for him, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say it right now, ladies. 37 dicks isn't that much y'all you're good his reaction to that that whole conversation and i think that was the point of how i mean we (laughs) dudes can be a little ridiculous about some things absolutely and then like he's so nonchalant about it when he's talking about who he slept with right and then she's like i've I've sucked 37 dicks and it's just like what what do you mean and because he was so satisfied with like her sleeping with three yep you know what i mean yep 
like, oh, I've only slept with three guys. And he's like, oh, you know, that's nothing. You know, I've been with like 12 girls. Or mm-hmm. But then the 37 comes up. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, man. Sometimes I just be sitting there and I just say to myself, like, 37. <laughs> <laughs> 37. Um, it is also worth mentioning, because uh, I forgot to bring it to me for us to watch. In the opening commentary for Clerks 2, um, Kevin Smith is wearing a jersey that has the number 37 on it. Very not. I did it's, not. It's wonderful. It's wow. wonderful. I don't know if I would have caught that. Hey, it's there. Uh, they bring it up in the in the thing too, being like, oh, wow, 37 just follows you everywhere, huh? And it's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, again, they allude to it in three. Um, but Clerks 1, I do definitely think, and I'll, I'll just say this right now, it's my favorite of the three. It's absolutely my favorite of the three. Um, it is... It is because the thing is, you don't need two or three for it. It is it is so good on its own. Absolutely. And it tells a complete story. Well, like there's not necessarily any arcs. All the things that happen with Dante, he doesn't necessarily make the right choices. Things happen around him that force him into choices. Um, so that is what it is. Um, Vanessa, you deserve better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I love Dante too, man. Dude just was a dick and... Whether he meant to or not, he would, he treated her wrong, and I, hope, I want him to grow and learn from that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. maybe in the future he w- will. Cut that. Uh, <laughs> Before we all cry. Um, <laughs> but, man, uh, so you were talking about it earlier, the gags, like the bits, the yeah. jokes. Yeah. Um, I will say the one that I laughed the most at, I don't know, because I laughed a good bit at three. I did laugh a good bit at three, but I feel like one, and this is what I have here specifically in my notes. One is the one I laughed the least at, but it's still the one I like the most. Really? You laughed more at two? Yes. Wow. So it's not necessary with two. I will say it's not necessarily a frequentness of laughing, mm-hmm. but the parts that made me laugh got me good. You did laugh hard. <laughs> they got okay. me pretty good. That makes sense. Um, clerk's one. I did laugh too. Um, I, I love the, as you brought up earlier, the lung gag, the the guy selling his yeah, gum, stuff man. like that. Yeah. And so to go back to a point I was making earlier, not not necessarily a point, just something I brought up, the college film aspect. Right. Uh, so there's a returning character. Um, first of all, the whole that whole group, that mob that forms in the in the store yeah. is just a bunch of Kevin Smith's buddies. And one of them, Mike, is Mike Flanagan. He's the first customer you see in the movie uh, who just walks by the camera. Right. And... Um, it is, it is, I only recognize him because I, I don't know anybody else who did, but I, he, he's one of the main stars of the show Comic Book Men because he was running Kevin Smith's comic shop over in Jersey called the Secret Stash or something like that. Um, but, uh, it's so weird that Kevin Smith's been such a big part of my life and I never thought about it. But, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I recognize that guy. And like you, you'll see him again later counting eggs. It's the same guy. He plays three different people in the first movie. Oh, I did not realize. He just changes costume. <laughs> and so in two, they do end up, because obviously two, they're in movies, right? The majority of the movie. Um, but they do end up back in the store at the end. Right. They open the things up. Their right. first customer is again, Mike Flanagan, the first oh. customer of the first movie. <laughs> and I mean, oh, dude, he just does that so well. He it's crazy. Backs, he brings stuff back. His callbacks are incredible. Again, so well. And it's not... And it's not it's just, a weird fan service. It's, it's not just from one movie to the next. Mm-hmm. It's within the same movie where things come back yeah. up 
where like you were talking about with the restroom scene you don't even remember that guy going in there not at all and then it's like oh shit that did happen exactly because then at that moment dante's remembering too and with so many more bits as well just so many things like come back from the beginning to bite these motherfuckers in the ass yeah exactly and it's always fucking hilarious and like because that and i have this here too the first two movies and it's interesting the third's not set this way are set in one day it is the start of a shift and it ends at the end of a shift. Oh yeah. For both of them. Yeah. For one and two. Right. Um, and it's something, especially in the first one, obviously you're reminded of it constantly. Cause it's like, what's that line? I'm not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to today. Be um, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. And it's just referenced all the way throughout. And I think it's only brought up once in clerks too. Yeah. But it's still mentioned at a, like an, a, an important part. Um, I do want to say, because I haven't said too much about Clerks 2. I do think it's mainly just like a bombastic comedy as opposed to what one is. But there is a story in there um, specifically revolving around um, Becky and her relationship with Dante. Although he does find himself in what's the... What's the Smith word? An entanglement of sorts. (laughs) Again, though. Again, though. Right. And that's one of those. It it came back again. It came back. That's the worst thing you want to come back. But, I mean, it speaks to the character. And this one is not as... um, It's not as voluntary. It's not him actively dating one person and trying to go with somebody else. It kind of is. Well, so... I guess yeah, yeah. I'm not, so th- what I'm trying to say is not, not any kind of justification. He fucked up. Um, yeah, he is engaged. He is engaged. Yes. So uh, but he wasn't clitoris. How could you, you get to pick cause I'm going to go edit the other episode. Now, do you want to have that line? Or do you want peen sucker? Um, peen sucker for sure. <laughs> we'll put a peen sucker peen in the giant clitoris. <laughs> it's going to be your hashtag, man. Um, when I'm discovered later in life, they're going to be like, Oh my God, that's the peen sucker guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're attached. <laughs> by to, the, you're, by you're attached to the peen sucker, dude. For, for life. Absolutely. For life. I'm going to get his keychains. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for the peen sucker. It's beautiful. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Um, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Uh, it does play out that way. What I mean by it's not exactly the same. He's not actually and you do find out later that they've had sex, but he's not actively trying to pursue another person there, there to say is... it's organically happening. That doesn't make, make sense either. He was he just happened to have a thing happen with a girl he's working with. And th- that is wrong. I'm not saying any of that's right. Um, but I definitely, he was dating Vanessa. He found out his ex was about to get married and he's like, you know what? No, I want her back. <laughs> that's what happened in the first yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Both are malicious. Both are wrong. Right. Um, oh wow. And in the first one, he doesn't get the girl good on that one that's right the second one he did second one he does yeah um (laughs) yeah he does we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there um but yeah and the second one he does and we'll 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 discuss whether how that works or not but i mean kevin smith handles those characters pretty pretty interestingly yeah man and there's just in one and two like Mm -hmm. because in one it's probably most noticeable with uh Randall and Dante, mm-hmm. right? Like, because their back and forth, it, that is the movie for mm-hmm. the most part. Just their, their back and forth. Like, 
oh man, the way they play off of each other is just great. It's so good. And it's so then, good. Um, when you get to two, they do a really good job of like keeping up that energy, mm. but involving others as well. Because like the the one, two, three, four, I would say that they have with like uh, it's like a one, two, three, four hit with Dante. Um, I'm forgetting motherfuckers' names. Randall, Dan- Dante, Randall, and I'll I'll go ahead and use this to say a highlight of how just good it is to introduce Elias in the second movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's that was hilarious. a wonderful addition. And he's a child. He's yeah. a little baby. Um, I will say when I was watching the and Rosario Dawson and Rosario Dawson as Becky, right? She she kills it. She is beautiful. She's magnetic. Um, and I was just like, I love you. And she has a dance scene in this. That's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I love her. Um, but but Elias though but Elias uh, not even just necessarily Elias. so the actor who plays Randall oh. has a movie a directorial debut and Randall's in it. not Randall um, Elias is in it but Randall's actor is also in it and you'll they show the trailer for it and I guess it's because like he's Kevin Smith's friend that he tried to help get the movie out there he this is his only movie uh, <laughs> them we will have to watch it uh, I don't have the title on me at the moment. I have it saved in my Amazon list. You know what kind of movie it is? It's a comedy. Oh, okay. It's it's like a. Um, do you do you know who um, Rashida Jones is? Yeah, for sure. She's in it. She's amazing. She is amazing. I'm so curious what she's doing in this movie. Um, it's very much like a teen, early two thousands comedy. She she is not afraid to get dirty. Once of in course, a while. Yeah. and I mean hell, like look where she's gone now. Um, she had a, she had a wonderful. Um, run obviously on Parks and Rec oh, and stuff man. like that, and so then um, she had a movie with Bill Murray last year um, called On the Rocks that I absolutely loved on Apple TV Plus. I love you, I, I love you, man. It's great too. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were just saying it. I love you too, man. I do, I do love you, bro, Chacho. Bro, I was gonna say Brokeem. <laughs> so now time for the I Love You Man podcast. <laughs> um, but no, dude. Um, I, I just wanted to bring that up because it's. I need to show you the trailer. I wish I brought the movie with me today. Um, it's something. It is. It is something. Maybe you can watch the trailer during one of our breaks. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is like. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, but back to the movie at hand. Movies. Clerk. Movies. <laughs> uh, clerks one and two. Um, clerks one is just. It's a time capsule. It's yeah, absolutely a time capsule. I'm so happy that you brought that up because one of the things that made me giggle that I know wasn't there to make somebody laugh. It was just with the times, um, the prices of things in the store, Yeah, (laughs) bro, a pack of smokes, a pack of nails smokes is like three bucks or something like that. Like a pack uh like uh sodas are like they're putting just like change up there yep for just like smacking a quarter on the oh, counter because he, and, like, he does that thing where he has shit. like three dollars and some change on the counter and yeah, he's like man. be be honest and that's and that's enough to just like for everybody to come and get their change and all that type of shit you know what i mean and uh you know what it just like i said the aesthetic of everything and the signs that they put up dude are amazing i had are. in my in my day i work night shift you know, so I had. I've put, done the same. I definitely put some some uh, some signs on the door, a couple of times, and none of mine were creative as there. <laughs> I assure you, if we you are plan open. on shoplifting. Oh, dude, please yeah, let yeah. us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, 
Absolutely, man. Uh, ah, dude, this because this just the store is almost like its own character. It it really was. It's been crazy. Well, time machine. Seeing all three go boom, 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 uh, because like seeing how it's gone through the ages. You know what I mean? It's wild because what the first two movies were like a twelve year span, and then I mean it was almost almost 20 years for the last one yep but yeah just like like with the del toro series that we've seen said so many times like when we first watched chronos like you see the building blocks there you know what i mean and then you just see it go from movie to movie in this one it's even like with kevin smith it's even easier to see because he does have so many of the same uh settings and characters and stuff like that that you really get to see like not only him grow as a director, but the whole group grow as actors as well. Absolutely. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because it reminded me of something I wanted to mention. We are inadvertently doing a little mini Kevin Smith um, filmography, Just a uh, m- movie series. And I did borrow uh, Chasing Amy and Dogma. Which I also owned. I, as I was saying earlier, I can't believe how many things I've owned or watched or just enjoyed from kevin smith i never thought about it um humble flex I, yeah i guess <laughs> he's my roommate it's crazy um but uh like literally and you were talking about how you see the building blocks and it's almost easier to watch them here on top of like because everything you say i completely agree but along with that we kind of fast forwarded through it by watching his first movie going up to his newest movie right and they just happen to be in the same universe right um well, and they, they like, click together very well and they, you can definitely obviously I've never made a movie um, but I cannot <laughs> imagine how hard first of all to make a sequel to something that was as well received as Clerks right? Um, and then on top of that to go like what you said is was, was around 20 years right um, to bring it back but uh, it's it's just interesting and I think the guy's really so the first thing I want to I, I, that comes to mind is set in his ways at this point. That's negative. Um, I think that, that here's a better way to put it. I think Kevin Smith is just very comfortable with himself at this point. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get convey his points. Um, and at the same time, like when you see movies like Red State or a movie a lot of people talk about Tusk, maybe you see him trying out new things. Chris hates Tusk. I don't hate. I just wish I didn't see it. Can't find uh, <laughs> its fucking gut. Um, ah, man. Uh, not my favorite. I'll just say that. Um, and I, I, I do not wish to watch that again. But um, <laughs> but what I can respect about those is because it's like Kevin, because I think it's fair to say Kevin Smith has the clerk's um, brand down. Absolutely. I don't know how else you'd put that. Um, and then you get movies like this Red State, like I was describing to you, or Tusk, or whatever else. He had a movie come out a few years ago called Yoga Hosers that has like zombie, if I remember correctly, like like Nazi zombie hot dogs. Of course. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And it's starring his daughter. <laughs> um, He's just kind of doing what he wants. He just point. does what he wants. Yeah. 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 And like... I respect the guy knows the guy, the guy can make a clerk's movie. Oh yeah. The guy can probably just make any movie where it throws religion in Jersey together and just make that really good. It's a great combination. Which you wouldn't have known if it wasn't for Kevin Smith. It's so great. You know, like every once in a while you come across like a product 
And you think to yourself, like, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think about these two things going together? I could have made millions, motherfucker. And just it just so happened that nobody thought about putting religion and Jersey together. Until this Jersey-raised man. Yeah, there's so many directors out there just wishing, like, man, that should have fucking been me. Yeah. But that is to say, I love Clerks 1. Um, I do really enjoy Clerks 2. It it is more of the, on the funnier side of things as opposed to I I'm, I'm not 80 years old. I'm 33, <laughs> but as, as I've become an adult, I can appreciate just a great, a good movie with just good characters. And clerks is all about that. You know, something too is like when I did catch bits and pieces when I was a kid, I think part of the reason that I didn't sit down and like watch it, watch it was because I didn't, I just couldn't grasp all the topics that they were touching. Yeah. Um, I, I just. Are, are you talking about Clerks One specifically? Uh, yeah. 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 Because Clerk- also, as a kid, black and white's not going to appease you usually. And because Clerks Two is uh, is a bit more wacky. It is. I would say. Yeah. Like absolutely. there's more like physical comedy. Stuff I I like have that. written here. It's a sequel in every way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, you know, Clerks One is just like. Look at this conversation that they're having. It's funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it and like now, like I get that, mm-hmm. and because I know what it takes. Like, um, Randall reminds me so much of my friend, uh, Oof. James Allison. You motherfucker. Do you call him just James it, Allison? Or it's just the, James? it's the thing. It's Jim. It's Jim. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and that it, I think it's their accents that really get me. Um, that Randall sounds like he's from wisconsin to me because that's what jim sounds like i see and um i mean anybody that knows jim knows he's a great guy with a great heart uh but like me and him and a lot of my friends we used to say some off the wall shit in the navy once in a while uh it was it it got graphic it got uh there was stories told that were along the same lines of some of the things that they talk about in these movies and things like this. And, and it takes me there so much. So like knowing that people like this exist, you know, just like it it makes it that much better, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so much to relate to in these movies. There is. And that actually brings me to what, what I like most about literally the series. Um, you'll see it heavily in one and two. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of two where it's brought up just, a conversation regarding accepting your place, your station in life um, where Dante is usually just trying to, he doesn't really do anything to try to enact change. Um, You would think since he's the one engaged, that would be him trying that. But even that's not a situation he's necessarily wanting. He just kind of fell into it. Yeah. And he's hoping that's going to be the change he needs. Going to Florida. Yeah, 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 leaving Jersey behind, a whole new setting. But again, and as you watch the clerk, watch through Clerks too, a lot of the things that are happening weren't even his idea. Um, and then Randall, Randall, Randall's a weird one because uh, he's not necessarily doing anything, but at the same time, he's not holding back. He's just happy where he is. He's a bit of an instigator. He is. Yeah. Oh, he's a bit. <laughs> he's a definitely. Bit. He spit on the customer. Oh, he's definitely an instigator. Um, but uh, his. Especially because he, he he talks about how he misses the the shop from yeah. Clerks One. Yeah. While in Clerks Two, while they're working at the fast food restaurant movies, 
he's like i actually miss working at the video store yeah it was i got to hang out with my friend all day i got to watch movies and i got to meet some interesting people um and he he's like what better job is there yeah and me over here who's in my 30s now being like well dude you probably didn't make shit but (laughs) yeah yeah he's like dude well that's back when people could live off yeah 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 yeah. um (laughs) things have changed (laughs) but it's it's just a common theme that you see and i i don't know about you but it's something because because i don't work on a at a register anymore um and that is through me taking some risks uh i'm not saying i'm where i want to be in life right now but i i took a risk at trying to go for a different job that i wasn't sure i would be able to do and i've been working here for years and um it's just a part of life. taking those risks, trying to change your circumstances in life and how you view that is such a big part of adulthood. Yeah. And it's so I'm like, it's easy to forget that those are at the, that like literal idea is at the center of clerks, not just like one of these, like all of these, um, maybe actually not so much in three. Oh no, it's still there. Um, three just gets a little more, we'll just say personal between the characters. Right. But especially clerks one, um, and two where they, they, there's a lot of notions about like, who do you want to spend your life with? Um, what risks are you willing to take to make your life better? Right. Are you just going to accept the life you have right now? Why are you complaining about it? Why don't you change something? Like, um, both one and two have instances where like an old high school person or something like yep. this, like an acquaintance walks in that knows them and both of, and like they're in both scenarios. They're asking them like, you're working here. Like yep. this is what you're doing right now. Like, Who else in our graduating, graduating classes back there? Yeah. Like the, the first one, um, it's the, the trainer, the trainer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's there like all, just flexing and he's like, you look, you look weak, stuff. man. Yeah, yeah. He you just, were puffing while you're getting, you were, yeah. you were huffing while getting that jug of milk. He's just clowning on this dude, and he's like, so this is what you're doing. Da, da, da. Well, I'm doing this, and blah, 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 blah. And then the homegirl jumps in too. Yep. And she's, ah, oh, man, it's great. It's great. And then in the second one, uh, right there at the beginning, um, oh, I can't remember the actor's name. I can't either. It's from that show, My Name is Earl. Right, right. He's also in the live action Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. And oh, goodness, he is. <laughs> Alvin! I did not see that one. So, uh, but he walks in and they're working at the burger joint at uh, movies. And he's like, What? This is what y'all are doing? Like, again, again, you know? And even when he was going to move to Florida. He was going to work at a car wash. Yep. I mean, his fiance, his fiance's dad like owns, owns a chain. The, right. She's washes. like the princess of a yep. car wash. And the house franchise. they were going to, it's important just because it's in the theme we're, we're going with here about like Dante not making these choices. The house they were going to live in was also belonged to the parents. Right. Right, fiance's parents, all that type of stuff. So he was just like getting the hook up there. It's a made deal. It's a it's a good deal financially. Right, right. But so, like, do you love her? Obviously not. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. Um, <laughs> I so just a brief thing on three. You you do see Emma for like a little bit. Yeah, and she's obviously very angry, and I didn't remember why she was angry. I, I was just like, man, she's so mean. And then I watched Clerks too, and I was like, oh, she's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> she, she's absolutely oh, valid. Yeah, it's crazy that it's, we'll get to we'll it. get there. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, and again, she's only in it for like a little bit. Um, but I love that idea 
Because that is definitely something. Because I grew up working in movie places, yeah, um, and then working at like a grocery store stuff like that. Because these are just the jobs you have when you're a kid. I worked at GameStop for a year. Um, you had all my dream job, and they made that you make nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, yeah, uh, it's actually similar to the point that Randall made, though. It's like I wanted to just work while being around the things that I like. Absolutely. Yeah, and I get that. Um, and that's definitely. That is a beautiful dream, and I I think we all want that. Who doesn't want to do that? If only we could get. Paid if only well we could get paid. It. Yeah, man. I wish I was getting paid for this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, pay us, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ubisoft, we've talked about you enough, right? Um, <laughs> uh, cut the half of your next Assassin's Creed game and give us Sponsor that money. Us, yeah. Oh, dude. No. <laughs> No. He's so rich. No, man. Let's get uh, Kid Cudi and Seti. Is that Netflix series oh, coming out? Oh, yeah, Kid Cudi. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. I love you, Scott. <laughs> and, well, that that's weird, but like Lang, Scott Lang? Him too. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I made that awkward, and I'll have that to cut Ant-Man? it. That is Ant-Man. Okay. Like, you can keep it. I love <laughs> no, Paul Rudd, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> he has to have the money now. Um He's going to be in the Ghostbusters sequel. There you go. But uh, that that's such so just that literal idea of like we've all thought it like, where where am I going? What am I doing here? Um, and you don't necessarily think about money as an adult. Like you will think about it more like I need to have enough money to pay bills. But like when I was in my 20s, granted, I was paying bills. I just was not responsible. I was, I was in my 20s. Um I was I was always thinking like I'm not happy here. What am I going to do to change this? Or what 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 else can I do? Something like that. And then I worked at this movie store for four years um, with people that I loved. I I I I had relationships in that store. I had friends in that store. I had enemies in that store. Um, and it was just part of my life, man. And it was very similar to this. Like you 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 have your customers that are regulars. You have customers that are rough. You have your friends you can lean on. Um, and then you have like, we you know, always have this thing like it's thirsty Thursday, man. We're going out for drinks and like, we'd go out. Yeah. It's just, it's just its own thing. And I don't get that so much now at my current job. Granted, I'm making more money. Thank God. Right. Um, I'm not rich still would love to be paid for this podcast, but, <laughs> um, I, I think that's just such, I, it is philosophical to think, why are we here? What am I going to do with my life? How am I going to be happy? We all want to be happy. And we I like to think we want to make our friends happy and whatnot. Um, and that's your station in life and how you view that is going to be where you start making those kind of changes towards yourself and towards others. And though they don't go into it super heavily, it's they Kevin Smith does enough in the writing to just really put that in the story. Yeah. And it's like the soul. It's like the soul. That and um, a lot of the humor. <laughs> It's, uh, it's is, like the uh, the driving force exactly. behind the narrative. Exactly. Yeah. And um, like I, it's an example of because like when we were talking about our Del Toro movies, we talk about how we can see the, his heart in it. Like he, the Del Toro imprint is like we have this gothic, dark, um, tragic setting, but there's some, somehow that man puts beauty in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is Kevin Smith's version version of that. Right. And it's just funnier. And it is funnier, yeah. but at the same time, maybe there's points that hit you a little too hard and you cry. Oh, man. <laughs> um, there. And, but at the same time, along with maybe some sadness, you also get like happiness and stuff like that. Because I don't know about you, but 
granted dante was horrible to emma and and the, the way he handled things absolutely i was rooting for becky i was like becky i want you to live you you find out she's pregnant in this movie right and, and she's just such a likable she's wonderful and, and maybe it's just rosario dawson i don't know uh, she's, she's so, so good she yes. her and um elias are the best things in clerks too i've never seen rosario dawson on anything and been like it shouldn't have been her or like men in black too. Or like, I'm just you know kidding. what i don't like this character exactly stuff like that like i mean she's just she's she's great she is great yeah. she's absolutely great and i, was, I have so I was many words for it it's too. hard to pick one you know? <laughs> she's beautiful in every way oh absolutely um but yeah man it's sponsorous rosario <laughs> i think she's quite busy which might have to might explain some amount of screen time for clerks three true um because dude she's in a she's in ahsoka she could also show up in mandalorian season three i don't know um if we get zombie land three you never know is she in two yeah rosario dawson's in two she is woody harrelson's love interest is she really spoilers <laughs> put it on no i'm just right now <laughs> no no watch? no um that was double tap right did i not see i never saw the sequel yeah. i never because it went years before we even got it's one it's fun yeah it's a fun movie it's no bill murray though no oh, okay that's what it's missing that's, that's a, you know well you can't so you can't do bill murray twice right you can't do it twice i believe they do like they make a reference or something like that i would hope but, so yeah i need to watch it because i really like the twice first one. because spoilers for zombie land <laughs> the first one he dies yep yep so, yep, yep. Yeah, in the, in, a, in a wonderful fashion. I remember laughing my ass off in the theater. It's so good. <laughs> Is but there anything you regret? Uh, Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed that scene on a Monday. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but that uh, with that, I think we can get into our final thoughts on the first two Clerks movies because we're probably going to reference these a bit. Yeah. In the back half. Yeah. Um, for my final thoughts, I'll just say, uh, I love this. Uh, I love this trilogy as a whole. Um, there is definitely, and need to comment on it. There are a lot of elements in two, even in one, but heavily in two that are very outdated, um, regarding some humor, right? Whatnot. Um, wow. Kevin Smith got away putting that out, but at the same time it was put out by the Weinstein, Weinstein company. Damn. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we, it it is definitely looking at looking in a lot of those jokes in today's lens is pretty jarring, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why I don't love Clerks too as much as I did as like a a, a pot smoking teenager. <laughs> um, but the heart's still there, um, and the story is still there, and the, there is still plenty of humor outside of um, a lot of those outdated elements that I think definitely still hold up. Yeah, yeah, I said it earlier to you in private. Um, some of those jokes that they make are fucking terrible. Like, Absolutely. Probably, like, in hindsight, shouldn't have been made, right? Yeah, and I'm fairly certain he's commented on it. But, motherfucker, I laughed at that shit, man. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was just laughing at all of it, man. No, I mean, like, the other day I laughed oh, at God. it. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, like, cause it's like that shock, shock value yeah. type stuff that, um, that you will get canceled for today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, in three, they did do a, a very good job of just like sidestepping all. Of it that. is a and not even just uh, so he didn't avoid it. He made it. He, he essentially they used the callback it. in a way to address it. Yeah, um, and it's very well done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he's so he's been so tactful mm-hmm. with all of it. Um, but for my final thoughts on the two, um, one is 
is so great, man. It is great. I mean, great. Don't get me wrong. I love two as well. And it gave us a lot of important elements for three, mm-hmm. which I also love. Um, but uh, two, I was a little bit like I found myself like getting distracted and stuff like that while they were like small lulls and stuff like that. But there are parts that I loved as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love all the nerd talk in these movies, absolutely man. and the guy who throws up at the yeah they go too far with nick in front of the lord of the rings trilogy yeah yeah it's great so so there's just so many charms about this universe and even last night watching dogma like you get to see um some of those same charms just show up again but with even more like star power and stuff yeah. too um that as Kevin Smith goes on, there's just like more and more cameos. <laughs> so like, in dude two, has a hell some, of a posse. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I can only imagine it's because he's a good guy, you know, and people want to be around him. People want to work with him. Stuff like yeah, that. Maybe. Um, but uh, one is probably my favorite of the series. Um, Same for, for a lot of reasons. Um, it's, it's, so pure again. absolutely once again it's just so pure and mm-hmm. i enjoyed it so so much i slept so good that night because like i laughed so hard <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like um i think it's the funniest as well really yeah yeah i mean uh, the funniest out of one and two i probably laughed the most at three okay yeah but um great movies um if you haven't seen them i don't think we've given away too much here yeah um not really. definitely check both of them out do go into it like you know with a grain of salt no you might see some things that are a bit dated you know if you watch an eddie murphy stand up like you know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> like it's shit like this you know what i mean like they used to do things in a different way but um i i i love this series yeah yeah, big fan. And it's only made me want to get it more into like Kevin Smith stuff. Obviously, since you're borrowing two of my movies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um and I mean, um I'm like I said, you're always welcome to rent them. Um I you, you worked at a rental place too long. I did. I did. I definitely you want me to rent you. them from you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, oh no. So, okay, I have one more final a thought. blockbuster card. I stuff. still I used to have my blockbuster card. I don't know where I put it cuz I also have my little name tag it said crispy um crispy crispy is that where it started bro um but uh the last one thing i wanted to bring up because as you just said i worked at a movie store i've worked at multiple movie stores there is a scene in clerks one that like i just was hit with a wave of nostalgia where um randall asks if he can borrow dante's car um so he can go to a different video store than the one he's working at because the one he's working at is like low end um, he wants to go to like a better movie store. You actually did that? No, I have not done that. Oh, no, no, no. I worked at a blockbuster and I lived in Kerrville, Texas. There is not much option. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, no, no, no. It just the feeling of just being surrounded by movies at a video store. It, it is such like going there on the way, like, cause I lived very close to the reason I worked at blockbuster with the reason I applied is cause I lived next to one. Um, and just that feeling of like, oh, I have nothing to play or watch tonight. I got five free rentals a week. So I just Good. rented, rented, rented. <laughs> you took a movie home like every night. Every night. So, sometimes I'd take five. <laughs> um, the benefits were probably too good there. And that's why they're gone. Uh, screw you, Netflix. But um, <laughs> it, 
it's just a feeling like I didn't, I definitely didn't, it's not a job I'd necessarily want to work again. Cause they, I did make like seven bucks an hour. Um, but it's something that I'm just so glad is part of my childhood, my life. Um, and video store. Cause even when I go to like, um, cause a lot of, I go to a lot of used bookstores and they sell DVDs, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I spend, I, I'll spend literally like an hour in a DVD section. There's like DVD exchange there are. and stuff like there that are. too, where you could go get like what is now considered vintage. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I just love it, man. It used to be my thing. Um, in college, uh, like I would have, I'd have a $20 bill and I would just go to um, the the closest movie store and I'd just buy what I could, whatever looked cool. Um, not I didn't buy new releases because that would be one twenty dollar. Yeah. Um, so I I would buy multiple, de- and that's why I have a collection now. Yeah. Um, and of course, while working at movie stores, I got discounts and stuff, which just added to me buying. Like I have some cool special editions. It's so great that you've got to keep so much after the years. Yeah, man. Because they just it's they go man it's gone. and they just get lost in moves mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that like my my father has a VHS collection oh damn and it's it's pretty vast like it, it spans a lot of genres <gasps> and like there's there's badass movies in there too like yeah every like Cheech and Chong the Saving Private Ryan and shit like that <laughs> that is quite I mean? that's so a like, variety yeah man I can only imagine and it's cool just like sitting in the chair like next to his movies yeah like I can only imagine looking through a window of the past fucking blockbuster today with just uh, and smelling that smell dude yeah. yeah yeah I'm willing to bet though that their video store didn't smell like a blockbuster Oh, for theirs, yes, probably not. Yeah, well, not. they technically pointed out they work at a... Well, Randall works at a bad movie store. He wanted to go to a good one. Right, right, right. Um, but a lot of the questions you see that he gets asked at the movie store, like, where are the new releases? There's a sign saying, new releases right here. Oh, yeah. That's just... It rung home so so heavily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here, take a quick break, and then on the other side, talk Clerks 3. All right, and we are back talking Clerks 3, Kevin Smith's newest movie. Um, Before we get into it, again, spoiler alert, if you're a fan of the Clerks franchise and you have not seen Clerks 3, I I think it's going to be on video on demand pretty soon. Um, It's pretty much run. It's theatrical run already. Uh, They do very limited runs with Fathom events. Um, I don't know why Kevin Smith does it that way, but watch it before this because we're gonna go heavy spoilers please please it's please. good it's very good um it is very good and it's not at all what you would expect yeah that's the thing is like there's elements that you just don't see coming like because i went in expecting like what you get from one and two and that's it mm. you get so much more you so didn't like, even know so this isn't a spoiler you didn't even know that randall had a heart attack because you you were surprised when you watched the trailer yeah I, I did see the trailer like you tagged me in the trailer when it came out but you just when we were watching the trailer you're like and oh my god are you seeing the trailer I, I had just forgot oh, okay. it was probably like seeing one and two that just completely made me forget like that's fair. actually seeing the trailer mm-hmm. and what it was going to be about and stuff like that like because in the trailer they talk about they show him um randall having a heart attack yep they and then him being inspired to like make a movie Mm -hmm. by the time that i got to seeing the third movie with you and justin shout Mm -hmm. out justin i love you holla um i had forgot that that's That's what the movie was gonna be about so i was like as i was sitting i just watched it like unravel like not unravel that 
puts like a, neg- a negative spin on it. But like, yeah, I just saw it all just like come yeah. together into like this thing. And I was surprised by like every turn. So well, was, there you it, go. it was even better. There you go. Yeah. Um, but with that, we can probably get into final thought. No, I'm just kidding. No, we <laughs> are going into spoilers and I'm going to start. So this is your final chance. Three, two, one. We're getting into it. Kevin Smith, how dare you? You motherfucker. How dare you You motherfucker motherfucker oh my god so wow there there's there's death there's death in this movie we were just talking about it outside when we took our break like the last of us is going to seem like a (laughs) fucking just uh an amusement park compared to the fucking anguish that it I is felt with so heavy when you leave the movie theater after this one and it is just wow i've been just randomly sighing for like a week that's fair that's completely fair you know who isn't sighing dante anyway <laughs> well i mean you know who isn't sighing who rosario dawson either oh my so like, god bro because so like one of the main things about three overall right is that i've felt since i left that theater that the entire thing is just like an homage to one and two Mm -hmm. it's all callbacks it's they bring back like almost any character that you could think of anybody that they could like get their hands on they brought back for this movie um so the movie starts off immediately with callbacks um you know just like them opening the store because they just got the store back at the end of the second one um there's a there's a sign out front you know what I mean? There's uh they have trouble opening the shutters again and stuff like this. Uh, you know, uh, Randall walks out of the store the way that he usually does, like in the morning and stuff. It's it's all these callbacks, and then you're expecting to see Rosario Dawson and this baby that they were going to have at the end of two, and all of a sudden, that's not a thing. Um, and they have a little like R.I.P. memorial type thing for her off to the side. Um, and it actually reads, you know, whatever year she was born to 2006, which is when the second one came out. Mm. So you're led to believe that they got married and then she was killed by a drunk driver. And it's just i was immediately like what the fuck yeah dude like what the hell yeah yeah i was not ready for that blow like as soon as we came into it exactly man um and like just to start off like so it it, the way the movie actually starts off is with a really good montage like you were talking about like it shows him like shows dante getting ready to go to work all that stuff very reminiscent of the first movie but the soundtrack of this movie is itself a time capsule. It's so great. I'm fairly certain some 41's in there. Yeah. Maybe some Blink-182. Oh, dude. The, okay, so the very first song is uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. That's right. And then we... Yeah. Yeah. yeah with, and um, it's so good. That's what yeah. the montage is, too. There you go. And yeah. it's, it's perfect, bro. Exactly. Like, I, was, I was there. You're teleported. Jamming. You're literally teleported. Uh, and it's, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, as, as you stated, uh, we... We see some things that allude to the fate of Becky, um, right? Which is which is rough. Like I I saw it and I still wasn't registering it. I was like, 
what? What do you mean? Um, I didn't really hit for me until we get to the hospital. Yeah. Because uh, Randall has a heart attack very close to the beginning of this movie. Um, like like we just said, it's in the trailer. And then where do you go? They take Randall to a heart attack. And the heart attack's super weird because he's just talking through it. <laughs> and it's and it's as uh, Elias is like wishing that he be smited. Oh, that's right. And then, yeah, he, yeah. and then he has a heart attack right there. Yeah. And then because of that, Elias does end up switching to um, Satanism. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads to some of the best costumes I've seen all year. Um, his his this feels so weird to say. His heart attack is great. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it, it provides the opportunity for so much comedy there because he it is does. talking through the whole thing. Absolutely. Um, and then we get Justin Long. Just Justin Long is very funny. Um, oh, he's he's only there for like a few minutes, right? Like right. two minutes. Which like most of the cameos are like yeah, a couple of but seconds they're memorable. If a couple of minutes, yeah. Oh man, but dude, oh. it's so good. It's so good. Um, it was so weird seeing him um, again because I didn't know oh, he was going to be J- in this Justin movie. Long, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, because I forgot the trailer. They do show him real after quick. we just saw Barbarian. After we just saw Barbarian, <laughs> and it's a. A very different movie. Very different movie and very different character from yeah, Justin absolutely. Long. Um, this one goes better for Justin Long, I guess. <laughs> but but at those two scenes going at the same time, with the back and forth between Randall and the heart surgeon. She was very funny. And she was very funny. And also Dante and Elias in the waiting room. Was, was great. Where was great. Elias is just slowly, this time I'm going to use it, for it. unraveling <laughs> and because he starts off as super christian which he is in the second in the second movie um oh man when he comes up with him and his family and and they're all whistling like they were in the uh, first yeah one. just oh. like in the second one dude it, like i'm saying it's all it's all just callbacks we're gonna talk about so many callbacks for right sure here. but seeing him unravel into satanism was just so fantastic it was hilarious and then for it to carry on for the rest of the movie and it's so because there's a lot of serious moments um in this movie and they will go from like being like gut-wrenching scenes and then nobody he doesn't say anything (laughs) you just see him in a new over-the-top costume change and he's just existing and you will laugh so hard because he's hilarious. Because it starts off with him looking more or less how he looked in the second one. Yeah, like just a little heavier. Kind of style, yeah. stuff like that. And he, uh, and so once he turns to Satan, uh, as one does, he just slowly <laughs> starts collecting more and more like Satan. He's going further and further into the closet of Hot Topic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And like by the end of this movie, he has a fucking gauntlet on. Yeah, and he has like these weird like yeah yeah. yeah. He has a whole like because he he does have those like full finger rings for yep. a little bit that yep. Justin said that he owned. By the way, he definitely wore some. Damn clothes. it, Justin. Aha. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm I'm sure he's not ashamed at all. <laughs> you you have nothing to be ashamed of, sir. You fucking rock those full finger rings. Um, and. And uh, but by the end of it, he has a full on gauntlet, bro. Yeah, and I it just killed me. It just killed me. Just it's hilarious. The progression of that, is and amazing. like you see all the way through, because I don't think I have a favorite one, but the the camera will just slowly pan, and you won't know he's in the scene, and he's just dude's just there, 
but the performances as a whole in three are probably like the weakest out of the trilogy. Um, and part of that has to be in, probably due to the fact that these people don't act regularly. Um, you don't you don't see Elias in a bunch of movies. Uh, I don't think a lot of like Dante and um, Randall. I don't think we're even in any if if anything much. Dogma. They were in two. I looked up IMDb last night and okay. they were in Dogma. Well, first of all, that's also super old. Yeah. It was a while back. Okay. And I'm well, I'm say, talking about I'm say, they've been in movies. Okay. Well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And I mean that's fair that, that they would show up. I, that's so cool. I need to watch that because I, I definitely I saw Dogma to... before I watched Clerks. Right. Um. So I need to check that. That's that's really cool. Um. But from Clerks two to now, even if they were in like a thing here or there, I doubt they were in much. Right. Um. And you can kind of see that because at first, especially when you start the movie, um. Not saying that they were ever like the best actors in the world, but it just feels a little more forced at first. Um, and I definitely feel like the costumes make up for a lot of maybe Elias's acting ability. Uh, and I don't mean that as an insult because the dude stole the show with those costumes. Yeah. Oh no. He killed um, it in this. Movie. And whoever designed those props, absolute props. Sure. Cause you, somebody had the idea of like, we're going to put this on that man. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, but as the movie starts going, like uh, those performances do start off a little stiff, but like you, you said it best, like with Dante, a lot of his scenes were not really hitting. And then there's one scene. I don't specifically remember what happens, but the first time you see him get emotional, you see him, it starts off a little awkward, but then he like finds himself and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, like it kind of like, it's like colors being brought to the whole movie because yeah, they, yeah. they all just kind of flesh themselves out. And um, they, they, they all, by the time you finish this movie, the performances aren't what you're thinking of. And, and like, like what I said before, like leading into this, um, you get to see Kevin Smith grow, like grow as a director watching, you know, his first writer one, and director. He wrote and directed all three of these. And then the latest one. Um, that's just like watching all three of them back to back. Like you get to see the evolution like so quick because there's been so much in between those as yep. well. Yep, yep. Um, but you also get to see the actors and how they evolved as well. Mm. Now, like you said, Elias and and some not every performance was just like give this man an Oscar or anything, but man, so the first time that Dante gets mad. Like, I, it's the first time that he gets angry about something. Mm. Um, and he is like, I'm not going to make your stupid fucking movie and shit mm. like that. And it was, I, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, wow. But um, so it, it's to get into this, uh, I want to say, like, at the end of two, they really, like, nail down that they are best friends. Mm. Absolutely. Like, in, Absolutely. In one, it's kind of, like, assumed because they spend all their time together. They obviously like being around each other. And I want to like say that. the final scene in, in one also solidifies their friendship. Yeah. And, and like... And he's like, do the walk when you're leaving. And he's like, oh, yeah. all right. And he does the thing. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful. And and then at the end of two, when he tells... uh jay and silent bob like do earmuffs mm. right and then he's like dude like i need you you're my best friend if you That's leave beautiful. like i don't know what's gonna happen stuff like that so like coming into three i really felt like that friendship has been like so established mm -hmm. and stuff um when you start seeing them be angry at each other like actually angry because they bicker and stuff like yeah. that in the yeah, first yeah. two they fight in the first one <laughs> yeah yeah 
They have so, a whole ass fight. But like, but in three, man, when they argue, like, fuck, like I, it felt like my parents fighting, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just like, oh damn. And but for them to be able to convey such emotion and and um both of them but dante specifically like his performance in this movie just it fucked me up bro yeah he did really good um when because the whole movie is them reshooting scenes from the first two yeah pretty much and the movie that they're making is essentially clerk's one right and you get to the part where he's laying on the cooler and they're having that conversation the salsa shark salsa shark right right and um and he they just had a fight in the back right before they shoot this Mm. and when he just gets fed up and stands up and starts yelling at a man and oh he's like crying and shit like that like from that moment until the end of the movie i had a fucking lump in my throat yeah it, it, it is rough like even even as i was laughing like that lump was yeah because the movie definitely does a good job of going back and forth you'll be laughing really hard and then it'll be like oh. right. <laughs> um because you're right there is there is a, an emotional core to this movie that's um i don't want to say there's none of that in the first two but the, so you more. can tell because age is a part of these movies as well because mm-hmm. um, again placement of life is a thing and that's going to only matter more the older you get and that's a big part of what um, Randall was realizing with like, oh, my God, I've been watching movies my whole life. I want to make one now, um, which you could actually, since we've been talking about the trilogy, could consider like his first actual motivational moment. Yeah. Because uh, the only thing he's ever actually wanted to do is work at the movie store up to that point. A near death experience will do that. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and I don't want to say like, so what I was saying earlier, I don't want to say the performances are necessarily bad. Um, definitely just go in managing your expectations. Cause a lot of these performances aren't going to be like what you're used to in like a lot of more modern movies. Yeah. Um, but then again, those emotional parts are very good. Um, I will say, I don't think Randall really hits the same points that Dante does, but he's also not asked to. Right. And he does have specifically at the end, some lines that he does deliver well and they're limited. And I think that's on purpose, which just highlights Kevin Smith's directing. I think that the, like, finality of this movie as well because it's obviously like a farewell absolutely um played into Which is again on dante's hands I, I think it played into like the the emotion that they were able to convey throughout this movie mm-hmm. as well like them knowing like this is going to be the last time i'm shooting this scene in this yeah. store you know what i mean or like this is going to be the last time that i'm saying this line mm. stuff like that because it really does feel like it's being laid to rest with this for so sure i can only imagine that was motivation for them mm-hmm. to because i'm sure this is like a franchise that all of them hold dear i hope so you, yeah like uh, to the best of their ability they show so much heart mm-hmm. in in each and every one of these movies and in three it's just really like it's the pinnacle of that emotion and it's beautiful man it is it Um, absolutely is um and that's why like so i i do have a clear favorite in this movie and that that is dante i i do think he he has a full um i believe character arc like uh his i was gonna say his character or like him acting wise acting wise i guess would also be my favorite um i i don't think there's a performance that uh, he's asked to do the most so it's hard to, he is asked to do the most. So he does shine the most in my eyes. Um, but 
everybody with their like even Elias with because granted he is mainly just comic relief he does it very well absolutely um and again with using the costumes and what would be like instead of telling jokes he's like a visual joke which I I I can't think of a word for that other than just genius yeah and because great there's scenes where he'll be saying some serious shit and you're feeling that shit and then you just like you blink and you look again and he's wearing that fucking shit <laughs> i don't remember anything he says that made me feel anything but outside of that I just... <laughs> oh yeah well he, he has some conversation with um there, there's one in particular that uh-huh. i have in mind and it. it's him having the conversation with randall um after oh uh, when they're when the randall's being a and he jerk. wants and he wants to leave absolutely and he's he's telling them like dude what is wrong with you mm-hmm. like do you understand what this man has done for you exactly and stuff like this which only leads more into like why randall got mad in the first place and why we started getting that awesome yeah. performance from yeah, that point yeah, on yeah. you're absolutely with, right i just forgot about it um because right after he gets mad that first time there's maybe a little bit in between a couple funny lines and then they show him at his wife's grave mm. and man, he, he pours it out there, dude. He does. He puts it out there. He does. And it's, uh, the, the small bits that we do get Rosario Dawson in this. She's wonderful. Wow. Like, okay. So you want to talk about doing something great with a limited amount of time. She, I take it back. She, she's the best one. Uh, oh, she, yeah. and that honestly might just be because she's at, not to say these other people aren't actors and actresses, but she is just she she is constantly acting. She is constantly acting. She's that's that's she's a muscle a she's constantly working on. Yeah. And bro, does she just flex it effortlessly here? And that is to say, um, because there's a part where you do get like a form of back and forth between her and Dante, mm-hmm. and he holds his own. Um, obviously she shines the most in that, but at the same time, you're gonna you're going to anyway, being the one that's dead. Uh, but he he has a breakdown in that moment and his props to kevin smith's writing the dialogue there is just very real and they tell some jokes that are from two yeah um which it's so weird to think like in this setup the the astronaut kevin smith found a place for those jokes to seem like an emotional like callback yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, because they're in a they're in a oh where are they they're in a graveyard because he's yeah he's in a graveyard um and yeah at her tombstone yeah yeah right at her tombstone and then it's just and they don't really explain it. it's not necessarily a dream uh but they don't need to explain it i don't think you know so my mom passed in 2010 and there's times when i'm like going through some shit and i'll go out to the backyard and i'll just talk to her man and i just like have that conversation with her and in those moments it's like she never left you know what i mean like she's still there for me and I can only imagine that's like that's the kind of stuff that that he's sounds going exactly like well. what this is. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, do you imagine to yourself, or like, but without effort, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's one thing to imagine, like you know what? I bet they would say this, but like I just start up the conversation and I can like feel what she would say back to me. Okay, you know, and I feel like that's that kind of moment that they I have. I think you just painted that picture perfectly. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. that's I th- and I. I think it speaks to Kevin Smith there that he able to obviously that's something that could re- you find relatable. He's it's so good. At he is doing so good. Relatable shit. And <laughs> before we go any further to the emotionality of this movie, it is very important to put um, the big change between two and three here. Probably the biggest one behind the scenes between two and three. Kevin Smith uh, did have a heart attack. 
Right. He almost died. Just like one was very much based off of his real life yeah. stuff. Uh, three, he's just continuing to take from real life. Exactly. And putting it in there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and just like, it's a cel- it's honestly, so it is a celebration of life. Yeah. But it's also, and in, in the best way possible, I could definitely see it being a celebration of his. Yeah. Um, cuz at cuz at the same time he you know he's making this with his friends and family. His mm-hmm. daughter makes a cameo. Um I'm fairly certain his wife is in it and uh just other stuff and all like it's his friends. All his friends yeah. Ben Ben Affleck's in here. Fucking Ben Affleck, bro. <laughs> can we talk about him real We quick? can talk about him. Fucking what's the name? Jersey uh Jersey I don't remember Joe what his name in there, shit. but <laughs> yeah. Like hey, I'm Jersey. When they're trying to cast the movie, all Kevin Smith's like, "You know what? I'm going to get a bunch of my friends." And they got They're going to read Prince some funny lines. And Sarah Michelle Gellar and I forgot got, about Freddie Prince, man. They got so many people they for did. that, dude. Yeah, they and did. they got just, Melissa Benoist from Super a bunch of the uh impractical jokers they did i forgot about that and oh man just so many so many people in there and it's all just back to back to back and that scene is so it is so good because they're all out there just doing their thing the show tunes and shit like that i'm not even supposed to be here today (laughs) dude it's so good man i love it oh it's they're so and again i'm so happy that like Part of me is mad at my younger self for not finding a way to intake this shit. Uh-huh. But a huger part, way more huger. That's not proper English. Way more huger. Way more bigger. Way more bigger. A way more like large part of myself is happy that I watched it one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Because I didn't get to do that because you Cause, went to the Because, oh man, there's, there's so much that you get there ah, okay. oh, so much and it is important to point out i watched three and then i rewatched one and two um and that's just two different perspectives but i definitely i imagine watching one to two to three like i i can only imagine the ending just hit you that much harder yeah man granted it, i will say it, watching two with the context of three that ending is not what it originally was <laughs> No. Because it might as well be a deleted scene that was cut from the last 30 minutes of the movie. Because it's such a happy, it's such a happy ending. It is. Yeah. It, uh, honestly, oh man. No, the first one's the happiest ending. Because it's just him going home from work. <laughs> well, what two is, is pretty happy though. Even with what happens in three? Oh, okay. Well, you're saying now in hindsight. Yeah, okay. with the whole thing. <clears throat> no, I guess. Well, you. actually, you know what? If this movie is trying to tell you anything, it should be that that scene is still a happy moment because at least he still got to have it. And oh. so I take it back. Yeah, no, you're right. And I want to point out before we, because we've gone back, because we were talking about Rosario Dawson, we brought up your mother. And then we went from there to talking about the hey, silly mother. cameos. Yeah, I know. Um, and now we're going. No, that's that's the movie. Yeah, it, it really is, <laughs> it's though. the movie. It, it is. It is the flavor that you get. It is just a show. back and forth, and it's not. Maybe some parts are going to be more jarring. I mean, obviously, comedy is like the most subjective genre. Um, but if you, I mean, if you're a fan of this franchise, uh, there's just so much to enjoy here. Really, really though, and uh, they because with them shooting the movie within the movie 
you get to see them reenact so many of the scenes mm-hmm. from one and two, including like literally with the dialogue. And yeah, and they do it like word for word, like movement for movement. Like they even have uh, Jay doing some of the same dance moves yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And oh, it's so fantastic, man! I love his bits. In, in this Jason Buse bits oh yeah like well I mean Jay and Silent Bob both yeah, of them yeah, yeah. Um, because <laughs> the first time they shoot the movie it's all it, it all feels so natural from him mm-hmm. you know it's also effortless and then so when they go they like enlist him to be in the movie within the movie um, he's such a bad actor. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and they, they can't get him to say fucking anything right, and it's fucking hilarious. And he can't dance with people watching him. Yeah, he has to make Even though he's been doing go- that on the side of a store, like, in public forever. Do you, Clerks 2, the first... So you asked me my favorite gag. Never mind what I was saying. Oh, oh no, you yeah, asked me my favorite yeah. gag in 1. Yeah. I have a favorite gag in 2, because it just... It's so random, and they don't do a callback to it in this one. In 3, but... The whole goodbye horses, silence of the lambs thing is so off the wall. It's great. It's ridiculous. And like literally there's a part in two where um, Emma's bringing Dante out. Like I have a surprise for you. And you just see Jay out there with his junk tucked between his legs. (laughs) And he's like, just literally just flashing, but not flashing at the same time, just standing there on the side of the street. And Dante's like, is this my surprise? And it's so funny. And then the whole, um, literally the buffalo but would you fuck me because i'd fuck me i'd fuck me hard i was just like this is so weird but i love it and we didn't talk about it too much in in the first portion of this podcast but he has probably the best lines in the entire trilogy i don't know about that uh some of the most memorable memorable sure dude do you not like jay i do my favorite. Like so it. the reason I like the first one, keep in mind, I don't think I think it's the least funny. My favorite lines are the the the, the banter between like Dante and um I, I and, and uh, I guess, Randall. I guess one liners would be, a, but just a because I mean, you thing. can still think them. I'm not. It's not to take away. He's I, hilarious. I'm trying to sway you to my side. Oh, okay. It's do. not going to happen. Well, screw you, Chris. Where the Wild Things Are is a good movie, Ernest. It's been a minute. I can't believe we've avoided <laughs> that for a little bit. Um, but no, I absolutely... Because hey, he's... they. Wait, real, so, real quick, real quick. What's better, Tusk or Mimic? Oh, oh no. I don't know at the moment. Which one do you like more? I'd, I'd rather watch Mimic again. Wait, you'd rather watch Mimic I'd rather again? watch Mimic again. Wow. But Chris. I don't remember. So, oh Chris my God. hates Tusk. I don't... I, I, I'm hesitant to say I hate it because I haven't seen it in so long. I saw it when it first came out and I was just, I was really invested the first portion of the movie. <laughs> then it just, it took a turn. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> maybe sorry. I would enjoy it more now. I know you're probably, I'm, I'm inadvertently hyping I'm it for so you. Curious. Exactly. Yeah. I know you, I, I know I'm not being like, dude, you have to watch it. But the, my reluctance towards it is like, why is, is it That's making yeah, me yeah, want yeah. to see it more. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sure, man. We can just switch to Tusk. We're done with Clerks 3. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Wait. no, I'd, I want to say, because Jay is hilarious and Jay and Silent Bob are just as important as Dante and um, Randall. Mm-hmm. And they, 
they have especially silent bob obviously kevin smith himself has some pretty important lines of dialogue here and there um it's just when i watched this trilogy recently it's a lot more of the just regular i love the banter that doesn't have any weight to it and that doesn't mean i don't love like there's a lot of emotional things in three yeah um and a lot of the whole like like i was talking about in one and two that whole station of like your station in life conversation gets a lot heavier in three Absolutely. and i do love that but i will always because like i said clerks one is my favorite and there are just and it seems so effort because something we didn't talk about with clerks one um at the beginning it is it is it is his, kevin smith's first movie it is those actors first acting gigs yeah and the the banter going back and forth it is like watching just the best way I can describe it is just like two pros playing tennis because it's just hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball. And then, of course, somebody ends up getting to have the punchline and they score. And and it, it's not always Randall and it's not always Dante. And it's just a great balance. And that just really carries because especially with how heavy three gets. And I think this is I think this is intentional and a part of what he's do- doing with this because obviously Clerks one is in his mind making the third one. Right. Um, you gotta be able to look back at the times that maybe you didn't appreciate. Like me, like the, the clerks one Dante complains the most he's there on his day off. I'm not even, uh, I'm not even <laughs> supposed to be here. Um, and like he complains a lot in that movie and yeah. like all this stuff. Um, but the way I'm just going to say it, the way clerks three ends is essentially a way of Dante being able to look back on his life, but while watching the movie that um, Randall made and it's, that's exactly how I felt watching clerks one after clerks three. Mm. Oh, like you were watching. Like I was just, I'm, you were in his I'm sitting in his chair watching his life. And dude, it's like there, it isn't imp- so impressive uh, to have a trilogy that never takes away from its original. It only adds. I wouldn't say two adds anything to one, but two does add something to three and then three adds to one. So I think it's a circle of life right there. I guess in a way it kind of, um, it's that Ouroboros again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like it just, it, it's a loop mm-hmm. kind of, um, cause I, I know I've talked about it before on one of the gaming, uh, podcasts that we did one mm-hmm. of the gaming episodes, um, how Prince of Persia, it and uh, this is such a weird reference right now i know <laughs> but you kept um, bringing up tusk it's fine but it, it's so funny to me tusk is so funny to me but the last lines of dialogue in three are the first lines of dialogue in one really and yeah yeah and you're talking about spoilers like spoilers sands of, time. of persia yeah sands of time well, and warrior within or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um yeah, so the last lines of three are the first lines of one. And as the first movie is closing out, it's showing the opening to one. Why do we need another Prince of Persia then? Um, never mind. Never uh, mind. That's a, that's a conversation for another time. So in a sense, this is kind of the same thing, though, um, with the end of three being him watching one if you were to then go in again and watch one i see then it's it's just that like never-ending loop Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely which is pretty fucking awesome i always love a story like that Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite like you know i I don't know what's not a gimmick that feels too wacky 
but like that's. No, one I think of, wacky is a good word for the Clerks trilogy. It's one of the, it's true. <laughs> um, well, I want to ask you because it's something that is so, does it similar. Granted, it's about to change. Did you watch this the series finale for Futurama? I wasn't a big Futurama person. I, everybody holds it against me. You're welcome to as well. They absolutely should. You shouldn't be the guy at the parties. It's just not my fan. thing. God. Yeah, that one episode is real sad with the Jurassic dog. Bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But essentially the way Futurama ends is um Fry and Leela I don't remember the whole setting of why they have to do it, but they have to essentially start back from episode one and just live their lives out the exact same way, or else like everything's gonna essentially gonna fall apart and die. And Leela says something along the lines of it. Uh, no matter what, I know I'll always find my way back to you. And they give one last look at each other and they go for it. And it ends with the first episode. That's great. It's great. I love that shit. It's good shit. It's always it's good shit. so good. Well, when it's done well. Yeah. And I guess, I, I don't know if this one was intentional from Kevin Smith, but it it works. It does. Yeah. It does. For sure. Um, And it, what the way, so obviously with Dante passing, I just didn't see it coming. I just I just did not see it coming. Well, at first, I was so taken aback because, I mean, I guess if you watch the trailer, you know about the heart attack of, um, Randall. of Randall's going into it. But I did not see that second one coming. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be a whole thing because, honestly, I almost had a roll eye, like, eye roll moment of just being like, you're going to give him a heart attack too. Come on. But it's so well played. It is. It's so well played. It is. It's so... Fuck, man. Fuck. And then, yeah, to have it happen once and then to have it... Uh, to Randall and then for it to happen again to Dante, I felt the same way. Uh, I was like, really? They're doing yeah. it again? Um, and then, you know, like he was unresponsive and stuff. And I was like, oh, shit, did he die? Yeah. And then, so once Randall gets past all this shit, Right, because he does have some like, you know, eye-opening moments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and once he gets through his shit, and he takes the laptop to show him the movie in the hospital, and he walks in there, and Randall has all those tubes and shit like that. I was just like, oh fuck, dude! Like, ah, uh, the lump in my throat was was larger than ever. You yeah, know, dude. Sexual thing, if you want. But. <laughs> I might I as well just dro- if I was sad. holding anything, I'd have dropped it. <laughs> like it was, it was, and they p- kind of bring it up, and it's a statistic. Um, there are different types of heart attacks, right? And the type of heart attack, specifically, obviously, the one Kevin Smith had, is known to kill. It's a big killer of men, right? Like uh, it's very common for men to have it, and very rarely do they make it out. Um, because the first heart attack is played almost as a full joke because Randall's awake the whole time. Right. He's talking through it. He's talking to his surgeon, all this stuff. And there's like back and forth, all this. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the dialogue there, when you actually think about it, it's like, oh my God, if this, it makes a lot of sense that just because you got through it, man, Dante doesn't, doesn't mean it's going to be the same for him. And obviously it's a completely different situation. And the last full conversation we get with them, unfortunately, is a fight. It's a fight. Yeah. It's an absolute fight. And it's an emotional one. And it leads to the heart attack. But thank God, <laughs> Kevin Smith gives us a little bit because Randall finishes his movie. Right. Um, 
and I guess he he says he cuts it in a certain way or whatever. And essentially, he just and in the perfectly possible, he just shows clips from Clerks one. Yeah, and he just uh, I'm getting a little little misty. Um, which which like it, when they initially put it on and it was just clips of Clerks one, mm-hmm. I was like. You know what? They don't have to explain them looking younger. Nope. Like it just at this point, like I'm so emotionally. They don't have to say a damn thing. That it doesn't fucking matter. This is beautiful. Right and now. also, like, who's gonna? Who in the hell would start with Clerks Three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Clerks Three is not the one to start. Do with not here start with at all. Um, because if if you somehow back. if you got dragged in it with somebody who's seen the others you should yell at them for not making you watch at least the first one yeah. <laughs> you can watch this without two i would still say you should watch both kick them in the peen sucker kick them kick them in the peen sucker <laughs> man we're really doing a good doing justice of the whole back and forth between serious moments and sadness <laughs> um and jokes but uh serious uh, moments but, and sadness yeah that's all that means <laughs> but it's so it's so beautiful when he's watching the movie. And then not only that, because I was like, I, not even then did it fully hit me that we're about to lose Dante. We, with, without lack with I can't think of a better term. We're essentially spirited away to an empty movie theater. And Dante's just watching it just there, just watching it on the big screen. And, and even then, I was in denial. Same. Absolutely um, same. Because... Until she shows up, she well that and that's the thing too is like Becky shows up and sits down next to him and starts watching the movie, and the entire way up till now she tells him like no you have to keep going you know like this isn't the end this isn't the end for you you have so much to still do mm-hmm. and things like this so I thought that you know they were gonna sit there they were gonna watch the movie. And then she was going to say, like, but you know what? It's not your time. You need to go back. Something like that. <laughs> and you kind of and it, when it, that that dialogue. Also, you're right. It's like played a trick on you. And when it when it doesn't happen and they just they, leave, like, they walk out what? of the movie theater. I've seen enough. And they hold hands and she does that little cute walk that she does. And they walk out and they walk out. And and like this whole time that this is going on and he's showing him the movie he's just breaking the fuck down and yep. this is the scene that i was talking about earlier where we just get a hell of a fucking performance from him man and, and you could tell like he feels it for real you know like oh he has tears in his fucking eyes and he's just like you're my best friend you're my best friend mm. and fuck dude oh i'm getting the lump again you were talking about the the jail scene in two where he was really like earmuffs silent bob and right. jay and jay um and he starts talking about how he loves he like uh, professes his love he professes his, his love how how much the friendship how much this is randall talking to dante professing like how much his the friendship means to him and he literally goes into detail being like i don't know where i would be what would my life be without you? Yeah. He says these things. And again, I'm watching this with the context of just watch, having watched Fuck, three. Bro. And I was just like, I am not about to tear up in Clerks 2. <laughs> and it is just so... Man, because again, it is so impressive to have... And it's such a, it is, it is a, absolutely a silly franchise. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a comedy. It never, the comedy a is comedy there. First. Exactly. And right. comedies can have emotional moments. Um and he does not shy away from it in this. Not and at I'm all. so glad he didn't. I of course you want Dante to still be there. Of course you want them to just be living their lives. 
Um, but he is still there. He in a way, I guess I like to think he's actually God. <laughs> I know you see a spirit there, but I like to think, I think of it the way that you were talking about Rosario Dawson earlier. Right. Where like Randall's thinking of him there. And he, it nice. could be, because I don't like the idea of him being stuck in that store Nice, forever. nice. Because he's up with he's, Rosario Dawson. He's like the doctor from fucking Devil's Back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll never leave this place. Nah, just oh kidding. god you just fly <laughs> um just flies all around but because you're bringing it up there um the the final shot does show um randall and dante back at the counter back behind the counter and it's more of out, a just like they did in um two and two yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and maybe no not in one uh because in one he walks out he walks out yeah right um but it is, oh god! But it is. I also want to bring up because I just remembered it. Because two ends, it's panning out like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's somebody messing, like looking through the jugs. Oh yeah, uh, and looking for the perfect, uh, the milk with the perfect date. Yeah, right. and then in three, you have um, Kevin Smith's daughter doing it. And though it's just like a casting choice, um, the fact that Kevin Smith's friends and family are so ingrained in this series, it really adds a lot, man. And just the context of him having that heart attack and just throwing all he has from that to this. Yeah. It's special. It's absolutely special. And he doesn't, the fact that he does, cause you could ease, cause like you said, that's a type of situation that's going to change a man. And obviously it did. But he still is able to almost channel his inner child or the past him mm-hmm. who made Clerks one and like accept himself for who he was, but better himself with this movie. And that. in doing that, he's accepting the first two movies and making them better with the emotionality of how we end this one. And Clerks three, I would say, enhances. Like, absolutely. If, if you start at one, you watch two, and then you watch three, if, you know, wait like a month. And uh-huh. then do it again, like like you said. One and man. two are completely different movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I can only imagine. Absolutely. I'm gonna have to reborrow them. Like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Because yeah. um, it wasn't, it was not intentional. That's not why we did it. Um, yeah. But it's like you got more out of your experience with three, and then I think I got more a little. I got a sadder experience with one and two. <laughs> right, right, right. Because um, I literally in one specifically Clerks one when um, I forgot what they call the walk. But right at the end, when Dante's like, do the walk on the way out. And he puts on that jean jacket and he does his little strut. I was so happy and I still teared up a little. I was just like, that is their, that's their friendship. That is their happy moment. That is something you think of about like a friend you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. 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 And then in Clerks 2, like you you get that whole back and forth about like why they're talking about how much the friendship meant to Randall and whatnot. And then of course all the, all the stuff with Becky and all that, it is, it is a lot. And I do want to say, I have to imagine a a part. I, I don't, I, this is not official. I don't know anything. We know right now, uh, Rosario Dawson's a very busy person. I have to imagine that she's just a little busy and maybe didn't have enough time to be in this movie more. And maybe they had to write it this way. Cause I like to think Kevin Smith would have, maybe she still died, but maybe she gets to live a little longer. Would have liked to include her more. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Um, fridge her. So 
Maybe not what? Fridge her. What word are you saying? Fridge. Like refrigerator? So, oh. do you know what fridging is? What's fridging? When you kill someone off screen. Specifically, it's used. Ah, okay. Um, specifically, it is used in the sense where you kill off a woman off screen for the sake of building the character of a man. Oh, and that's exactly that what That is happened. exactly what this is. Man, Granted, she something. does get to come back, and we do get some more with her. So, I feel like that is good, but I would have liked... Maybe just a little bit more or yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you rectify it. Um, but like as the definition I just gave you that, that is quite literally what happens. Right. You right. do not see her die. Um, you do get a glimpse of her being taken into the hospital. Um, and again, in a very well done way. Cause it's, it's like a memory. Like cause a obviously it's, this, I imagine it's the same hospital. Um, but I, I have to believe because like literally Star Wars is everything and she's she's literally Ahsoka. Right. So I have to imagine she had a limited amount of time and Kevin Smith had to work with that. And even with that, the parts we do get with Rosario Dawson here are so good. Yeah. Like you said, she shines. Absolutely. 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 Um, Um, But so good. But one of the other places. So that that scene with him showing Dante the movie, um, the other place where he really gets to shine is at the funeral yep. and so you better say the line by by the time that i was by the time that he was like passing away walking out of the theater i was already crying yeah same. and then and then they cut to the burial and fuck man so elias is up there doing some stupid shit i i can't remember what it is but i i think he does end up saying something like sweet and i think it might be some like nerd shit I think so too. That he says, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, which I always love the nerd shit. <sighs> they do. They do manage to keep it with uh, in, in line with the others, and they bring up the Mandalorian with the, yeah. with the Star Wars times. And yeah. And so Randall goes up there. I'm sorry. It's it's just no, you're good. Uh, you're absolutely fine. So Randall goes up there, and he doesn't say like a lot, but oh, man, it's like the most hard hitting callback like fuck oh i can't think of one off the top of my head that's like yeah harder than that bro it's very it's very rough and again because i came into this movie not expecting any kind of emotional shit you know what i mean like so by this time i'm just ripped apart but then he ends it by saying you're not even supposed to be here today it's beautiful and oh dude i wanted to yell cry i did too i wanted to like (laughs) fall to your fucking knees like like that motherfucker off intervention, you know. <laughs> How dare you, Kevin Smith? Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> Fuck you, man. We're happy you're still alive, but god damn it. Oh man. Yeah, that was uh, God, it was so emotional for it me. It was, absolutely. It fucked me up so Same. bad. Um, Same. But then there is like some nice things towards the end after that. You see you see a lot of people just like getting to thrive and stuff like that um specifically randall though um well yeah because he's now the only main character right right and um he uh ends up employing elias there and they, with him and they, and stuff, and they become besties yeah and he's that. like you know what you're gonna be my best friend but like don't even worry and stuff oh and then we get homegirl back uh, what's her name? I was in a. I was gonna wait. The ex fiance. So this is a good bit before that because that's like this is like the halfway point of the movie. Because Vanessa, 
Right. Oh, you're talking about the fiance. You're talking about Emma. Yeah, Emma. So Vanessa comes back as well. Yes. Who and she's who amazing. actually matters. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good to see her. Man. It is great seeing Vanessa. Absolutely. I I forgot about her because she's not really brought up in two, and you don't see her, of course. Right. Um. I think they might bring up the thirty-seven one time. Yeah. 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 But even then, it's just like you don't see her. But Randall um, and sends then, her the script, though. Randall sends her the script, hoping she'll play her own part, and then she shows up because. And I didn't remember because I hadn't seen one in so long. And after watching one, I'm like, oh, man, I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd dude. be so mad. Like, really? Yeah. You're going to put that in the fucking movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just you make me look like a slut. And then they have this emotional moment um, in the car because it's Dante and Vanessa just kind of reconnecting in the car. Yeah. And you hear about her life and like her, her has not gone too well. Right. Um, has a has a husband and some kids. But they're it's, all gone it's yeah, yeah stuff like they're not that. dead but <laughs> right, right there is like divorce custody all this stuff yeah. um and she's she's at a hard point in her life and it's a very heartwarming moment and then <laughs> because dante is going through it as well of course yeah. of course and i would say I, and so obviously I, randall just had a heart attack they're the all way going that through they it. make it seem is that he hasn't like been with anybody since she passed away way yeah. back in 2006 absolutely and it does take place in like current day yeah i'm pretty sure right so it's been that long it's been a very long you know? time but then they end up <laughs> and then vanessa had, asks, do you want to fuck yeah this <laughs> and they do this emotional moment so you want to fuck <laughs> and hey man it's good for both of them and they're they're happy after and everybody that. just goes outside and like cheers them on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know because randall does care about dante and oh, you know in that moment he, he was definitely happy i and it seems to me that dante is randall's favorite person yeah 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 it's the only person he can stand Safe well now also um elias but right 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 but oh man there's so much with three there is there's so there much. is so much with three Fuck. um I'm because so of that and a big part of why it's not my favorite is just i i deem it the least rewatchable because <laughs> it's just going to be sad <laughs> It's just sad. Yeah, man. And that does, and that when when I say that, I mean you can watch. It's a good movie. That's oh. not me saying, you, but it's like and it's when you you can watch one over and over again. It's so good. You don't even have to be paying attention. You're gonna just look up at the screen. There's something there to enjoy. It's it's like 99 percent good feelings with that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And then and two, it's a lot of just like we're gonna throw a lot of comedy at you and then you do get those emotional points later but a lot of it is like comedy and uh awesome i will say awesome uh little dance bit oh yeah into yeah where you get silent bob and pigtails i would say there's great dancing oh, there is a great dance scene in three i will say i can't believe that's in the trailer dude like so many so many dancing in in one as well you know when when silent bob like hits the play button oh and yeah then he joins sure. in and shit like that dude i was I was sitting right here on my bed. We're uh-huh. in my room right now, everybody in my in mansion. the mansion. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting right here, and I I was like fucking rocking out with them, man, because like oh, it's it's awesome. It's amazing. So like the music in these movies are pretty pretty solid. Um, I th- I think definitely these movies are like Kevin Smith's version of rock and roll. Yeah, man. Um, and he's gone out to say like he really tries to express himself in his movies. Which and, I find incredible, and I honestly, I I find that to be so um, motivating. It's so cool, because um, 
we all want to find a way to express ourselves. And this dude has found it in film and, I mean, a more power to him. It's and awesome. And that's why I was saying earlier that I love to see a nerd make it, man. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we come from an era when we were kids that, like, being a nerd was, like, frowned upon. It was man. for a long, long Anime time. Anime wasn't always cool. Nope. Comic books weren't always fucking cool, man. Like, you, you've seen Stranger Things. It was a thing for, like, so long that the yeah, kid is the one to pick it's on. It's not like shit. it is now. And now everybody loves Star Wars. And everybody loves comic books. And Everyone's seen like an this. anime at this point. So, like, to see somebody from, like, that generation get to come up doing the things that he's like actually passionate about and not hiding who he is for so long in high school dude like i wore like you know my baggy clothes and yeah. I fucking i rapped a little bit we'll <laughs> we won't that. talk about that and <laughs> and fucking no chris i won't start rapping <laughs> and he won't put the mic down but but like at school you know the the way that i dressed and stuff like that it like threw a lot of people off then they'd come home they would come over to my house and you walk in my room and I got anime posters up and shit like this. And they would be like, is this your little brother's room? And I'd be like, this is my room. What you talking about? Like, and they're like, Oh, like what? Like, this is like, this stuff is for kids or nerds or whatever, you know? So to see somebody like him be able to go out there and express himself and just just be him and be so accepted. Exactly. It's, it's gotta be, motivation for, absolutely for you know young nerds out there uh, for sure man um I, I will say i watched an interview recently or read it rather um where he was like i'm so glad i didn't w- grow up in the tiktok era uh because he's like there i see tiktoks that i think people of people that are like have more skill than i do as a filmmaker i would have been so scared to put out my first movie and it's like wow do you imagine that that's such a weird it's and coming from him that's such a perspective yeah absolutely because i mean at this point like everyone has a video camera he's got this shit down man. absolutely he, yeah. he has this thing i don't know if somehow we get a clerks for i'm of course gonna check it out out of sheer curiosity i i will say i was in the camp when i was the skeptical one of a toy story three i was like why the hell do we need a toy story three and you know what i cried my fucking eyes out yeah, that man. movie's amazing yeah <laughs> Would you say that you cried more with Clerks 3 or Toy no, Story it's 3? it's Toy Story 3, absolutely. Are you being serious? <laughs> yeah. What about you? I cried, I cried more in Clerks 3. What? Yeah. Really? I did. Wow. It And you, what may have contributed to that was me watching 1, 2, and 3 uh, in less than 24 hours. Okay. But, I mean... It it hit me. That shit hit me. Do hard, you not bro. like Toy Story? Yeah, I like Toy. I like Toy Story. And there you go. That's the problem. Because I fucking love Toy Story. Okay. It is the best Pixar trilogy. The best Pixar trilogy. Sorry, because there's not a lot. It's the best thing Pixar's done. Okay. All right. It's so good. Disagree. What but do you that, think is the best thing Pixar's done? But I mean, best. Yeah. Inside Out. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just remembered. Wally. They didn't do Wally. Wally's Disney Pixar. Nope. All right, Inside Out then. Wow, you backed off. No, they did. They did Pixar. Obviously, didn't care well, enough to fight fuck, it. Man. Wow, <laughs> fake ass fan. You no, I'm just trickster. Kidding. So you trickster you. <laughs> oh my god, that's a whole different thing. So no, okay. Well, here's. I'm probably gonna what Inside Out made me cry 
more than both of them. Okay, obviously you didn't uh, have as much of an emotional attachment growing up in Toy Story of the Night as I did, and that's fine. I had one. I cried. Don't get me wrong, but Clerks, Clerks three. Fuck me up, bro. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, granted, God, what a tangent. We're gonna. Wow, wow, some hot takes. No, no, you don't like Toy Story. We are actually still on topic, right? here. Pretty much. Because, it's just there our own nerdy conversation. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's and it, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Like, but I will. I will say, uh, Wally's probably the best thing Pixar's ever done. Um, uh, Wally is. But I grew up with Toy Story, and that's just more story. like. And maybe it's because you grew up with a sibling. That might be different. So when I was a kid, I had toys that I talked to. Mm-hmm. Like I played with them. Like I had names for them. Um, I had, if a toy like got lost or something, I cried. I lost my shit. Um, and then I grew up like that with watching Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2. To- and then we get Toy Story 3. And I'm over here like, we don't need one. That's going to be shit. That's going to be bad. And then boom. And then I like that. You don't think it's coming. When they're all holding hands and they're looking at that incinerator. Fuck. Fuck me. Because <laughs> no, nobody, thank God for the people who didn't spoil it for me because I saw it super late. Um, I was just sitting there and I was like, no, 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 no. And then the, and what killed me when they all hold each other's hands and just, you can tell they're accepting what's about to happen. Wow. Anyway, we're going to be starting our Pixar series next week. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, but that is not to take away this trilogy. Of course, I love this show. I mean, this this series of movies. Um, I will say, and maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. Obviously, he kind of does these movies when he feels that he needs to do them. Yeah. Um, I still feel like two is more of a studio thing. Uh, like being like, hey, make make a second one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but three is obviously the definition of a passion project because he gets to do a callback to his first movie as well as just go through. It's like he's processing some things he was thinking when he came back from his heart it's just like it's like a picture of his heart exactly yeah but like a good heart not the broken one he most likely has that's been repaired with surgery (laughs) um (laughs) he's got heart attack jokes and shit but um i i love this movie i absolutely love this movie i do i will say objectively i don't think it's perfect there are some things i would i don't think necessarily had to be there um for me i'm referring to i think you brought it up earlier it's between the funeral and then that last bit where we get with Elias and mm-hmm. um, Randall, where the ex-fiance comes in and is like talking about the money and then the kites go off and it's like, oh my God, we're making money. And it is funny, but it did take me out emotionally for a moment. And then I got brought back in. So props to Kevin Smith for bringing me back in. But so good at it. in that moment, I just felt like that was more of a distraction. And I just wanted, I just wanted to sit there with my feelings. But um. I think we've said all we can on Clerks 3 yeah. I, uh, uh, without just crying and holding each other. Um, I love these movies. I, of course, if he did somehow decide to do a Clerks 4, I would be somewhat skeptical, but I'm going to go check it out. I would have to see it. That's, absolutely. And along with that, whatever Kevin Smith puts out next, I'm probably going to want to check out. I mean, I saw Tusk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's an interesting filmmaker. Uh I, I'm just so curious where it goes from here. Yeah. Um, whether it be movies, TV, whatever. I Highly wish him all the best. Be I'm flat. so glad he's with us. I'm so glad he made it through. And obviously, dude's running wild with these bonds he's made with these people in these movies. It's it's so awesome to see. I think it's easy to say that Kevin Smith is like, I mean, I say it a lot. Like, oh, man, that person's a treasure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, 
the way that you see people care about him though mm-hmm. um because like i said like all these people wouldn't want to come back for these little you know three second cameos and shit like this yeah. if they didn't care about him as a person and um one of these was literally the last batman yeah before patents right right and like i mean yeah it's huge names you know what i mean and and i mean like even back to dogma you could tell just shortly after clerks like he started making big friends in hollywood <laughs> you know what i mean but he never let that like get to him and you could see that so much in clerks 3 like he it still feels so close to clerks 1 like he's still the same person he's just been through some shit yeah you know and he I mean? carries that with him yeah absolutely but so overall i mean i fucking love this trilogy man oh uh great laughs the whole way through um this is where Good we times. got fucking jay and silent bob from mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they're iconic absolutely absolutely, absolutely. yeah I, and i think at this point um you know i wasn't in on the party before but i think it's pretty easy to say that clerks is iconic um that like you said like they've had all this spinoff they have millions of fucking merchandise out there uh so much it's it's this huge thing now and i'm so happy that i could be a part of it at this point and like recommend this shit to people because it is so great um man especially in three i i felt so much that i didn't expect to same absolutely and um it it's perspectives that i never would have thought of you know what i mean on this shit so for him to take what we got in the in the first two and turn it into this and give us this like i i felt like it was an epic climax to the story and um i i feel like this would be the end uh, i feel like i said it this feels very final like they're they're letting it, does. it, to rest it absolutely does. and like when they were burying dante like that's them <clears throat> saying goodbye to like the series and stuff as well um i i really love it just so much and kevin smith i'm so happy that you're here bro like i i can't wait to see what you do next year you're so amazing it's beautiful yeah um he hates it he hates this podcast because i talk about tusk too much um <laughs> he knows <laughs> i the only thing that i i'm curious about um because obviously we get this full thing with dante and he departs um randall makes his movie but the all we know is it's a movie that's made and dante gets to see it and of course that has a huge emotional context right um i would like to actually see if we were to get a fourth um see him actually go somewhere oh like with the movie yeah whether it be that movie or he just starts making movies or something it would be cool or just to get some context on it because the big drive of the movie was him realizing he's been doing nothing with his life and it ended for him with him making a movie that didn't go anywhere other than showing his friend his final moments and in the context of the movie it is beautiful and it is great for dante um and i'm sure it's great for randall to have been able to show that to his friend and especially in the moment where he's like i because a big a big dispute through the movie is randall keeps saying he's the main character and essentially saying dante is like a side character right um and i don't know enough about star wars to make the the references that he did in regards to that uh but essentially what happens is he realizes that dante's been there the whole time 
and that their bond is just something that he he could not have existed or made it through any of the shit he's been through without um and that that is beautiful i would just like to see some more for our boy that's that's all i'll say to that but i i am overall happy where it ended um again with dante being my favorite character in this uh final film um just just the last bit we get with him is that's absolutely touching it's beautiful and man what a movie <laughs> and I can't believe I, I, I'm still in a state of disbelief being like I went into clerks three and I came out crying. Yeah. Doesn't, dude. it doesn't compute. I, it doesn't, doesn't compute, but I'm so glad we saw it. Um, and again, like we were saying, whatever Kevin Smith does next, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. But with that, we are going to end our conversation here on clerks. We're going to take a quick break and then wrap things up with what we've been watching. All right, and we are back from our break. Going to be going over what we've been watching. Ernest, what have you been watching, man? So I need to catch up on the most recent episode of House of the Dragon, the Piece one that shit. we have to talk about. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's the last one where we have, uh, what's her name? Millie Alcock. I don't know their names. Um, Can't say that word on here. <laughs> she is uh, has been fantastic. Absolutely, so I'm and excited to see that last episode because we're losing her and the one who the woman, the girl who plays uh, Lady Allison. That's right. They're both going to grow up. Um, so that um, I also started Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and that shit is so fucking pretty and. Um, the story is pretty engaging as well. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm not all the way through it yet. Going to get back to it most definitely because I need to keep seeing that. Um, also, I am going to... I started Dogma last night um, and got a little bit too comfortable and I went night-night. It was pretty late, um, but I didn't have the incentive that I had to watch um, to watch Clerks like I did that night after getting off of uh, Overwatch with Justin. That's fair. So... Um, I, I wasn't like necessarily trying to stay up. I wasn't trying to go to sleep. It just happened. But I do plan to watch that. And Chasing Amy is also here. Um, if you I'll don't be curious mi- to hear your thoughts on that. If you don't mind me borrowing those just a little bit longer. No, there's no due date. Um, because, yeah, Kevin Smith is like in my heart and on my mind right now. Yeah, of course. Um, so those. And I, I think that's it for right now. I have so much stuff on my watch list, though. And it's As just, we all do. With the amount of games that I play and... Your new PS5, and like it's it's pretty time consuming. Spacing out my media can be tough sometimes. Um, so uh, I definitely want to watch Primal as well. You've you've got me super hyped for that. Uh, <laughs> the theme of the day is that Chris's opinions uh, matter so much because they're usually like pretty cry spot again. on. They're usually like pretty spot on. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. So. Okay, I'll get into. Um, so I want to say thank you because you're right. It is we all we we game a lot. We watch a lot of movies, and then on top of that, like we have our own stuff we want to watch and whatever. Like you watch some horrible stuff on HBO Max that you recommend to people. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we we life is busy, oh. and I appreciate you giving me the time. Oh, dude, yeah. And I I, I understand that automatically translates to like right now, but like when you're watching these movies. When you're going through whatever to just so we can talk about it. I greatly appreciate and it. And I get so hyped for it, dude. And I'm so glad. Yeah, I love this shit. I love Man, this shit. You and went through Mimic with me, so I think we'll be okay. I'm just happy that I have somebody to talk about 
movies the way that we talk about movies because it's been so long that i've been searching man and like there's <laughs> there's there's people out there and stuff but we just like we have this access to each other mm-hmm. like we've made each other available to one another mm-hmm. and like fucking there, there's other people that are just too far away it's true just like you life know, happens whatever whatever the situation is so like to finally have this and be able to like sit here like and pretty much on a schedule and talk about movies yeah dude just have stuff so fucking great it's i so i've i haven't made it out, outwardly known but i've definitely been referring to this as like my my nerd therapy yeah like i it's it's like a little safe place it's where great. we just get to talk shit it's so great. and just talk about shit and it's so fun uh, um, but i greatly appreciate i wanted you. to say one more thing go for um, it because you brought up horrible things that i watched um i don't think it's horrible but it is super fucking cheesy but i just love it so much cobra kai is i i love that shit i love that shit so much i man. assume you're talking about the newest season yeah they just came out with the new season and i did start episode one and then I was like, oh, shit, Edge Runners is out. And I switched over. <laughs> That's what happened when I was trying to catch up on what we do in the shadows. But I'm going back. You need. You need. I'm going to. God damn it. And I'll get into that. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So what I've been watching, I, of course, I got to mention, and I won't go into detail. I don't want to give spoilers. We're not, we wouldn't give spoilers anyway. The newest episode of House of the Dragon is Absolute Fire. Somewhat pun intended. Um, <laughs> they're... And I, you see, like IGN gave it like a seven or whatever, and I mean, re- review scores are review scores, We've man. And seven's IGN not bad. And they're not saying it's bad, but right. they're like it's in a. I only read the first line, and I didn't, I didn't bother to read the rest. Another talkie episode, and I came out of this episode just being like, does this show just not stop getting better? Like I, I just literally finished it, and I was like, somebody please, somebody watch it, somebody, somebody watch it, and then Ernest disappointed. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just like, no, uh, it's know, so good. You know, like. I'm on record because it's on a past episode of oh. me saying that I didn't like Final Fantasy 12 because of the politics. And oh, that's they, fair. And they didn't. Like oh, and in. then you love Game, Ga- <laughs> Game of Thrones and like it's, well, it's House politics. of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it has me like so. And you're older now it. as well, because um, true. Because the the big thing and it's a big part of like the intro to Game of Thrones as well as House of the Dragon. What we're doing is getting attached to chess pieces, and we're curious where these pieces are going to be moved. Right. And it's, man, I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. And at this point, like, if you've seen Game of Thrones before, then you know that any one of those chess pieces can go at any moment. Exactly. And I've been seeing some clips, and I actually meant to talk to you about some of them. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, Of, like, just comments on maybe, like, some of the characters in this new show um, that were made in... The original series, Game of Thrones, referring to like something that happened to Rhaenyra, right? Stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh my god, are they gonna hold true to that and all this stuff? And even if you do know some certain things, like it's obviously a journey to fucking get there. Yeah. Um. And again, they could also change it. Who fucking knows? Because a lot of this stuff has been referenced in the originals. Yeah, yeah. and at the same time, like they're not using computers. This is all handwritten stuff. It could all maybe what you know in that time is a lie. Like yeah. you don't know. We all know that history has been warped. Of, of course. Yeah. But that is to say this newest episode of the house of the dragon is so good. And I am going to definitely miss, um, those two women that are not going to be with us next, next week. Right. Um, but it, we did see, there is a trailer out there. Um, as they put out after you finish the episode that, um, that shows a glimpse of what we get coming. Things are definitely getting darker, but uh, I'm I'm stoked to see these new actresses. Um, the, and anybody who's actually worried, I 
let's just watch the show. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Let's give it a chance. Um, I, 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 again, I, we brought it up once before. I can't imagine being with a person stepping into the role <laughs> and being like, well, they're a loved character. Time to say goodbye. And it's my first day. <laughs> it's, that sounds so stressful, but all the support in the world. I can't wait to see where we go, man. I cannot wait to see where we go with that show. Um, speaking of great shows, come at me marvel fans um she hulk kills it every week (laughs) i love it so much it's hilarious um it's actually somewhat heartfelt in some moments uh it's it's so good i i am having so much fun with this series and i don't want and we'll, we'll see how how it goes when it ends and where we are then but this might be my favorite and i mean i from what i understand she hulk in general like the comics are, is mostly her being like comic relief it's almost like a deadpool of sorts where it's like i won't comment on that because i don't know breaking fourth walls yeah and, yeah that that is a thing um but like i also that. know that she to say that she's mainly a comic relief i don't feel like that's correct well but there is comedy in her stories and from what i understand it's like <clears throat> a lot of her stories is like she's a lawyer yeah that just happens to be like a, a hulk. hulk yeah yeah man i'm really enjoying she hulk i think tatiana maslani is killing it as she hulk um it's very fun and at the same time there is like emotional moments not like heavy at least not yet um there are some jennifer's had to deal with some things of like identity where like somebody will say like really great things about she hulk realize that she hulk is not just always she hulk and be like oh well she hulk's great like what about me though exactly mm-hmm. exactly it happens on a date and it's like sad Ooh. Um, yeah it's super sad that sounds rough um but overall the show i think set up really well um if you i will just simply say madison's one of the best thing to come to the marvel universe if uh, you don't know who she is i've seen fine. so many memes it's yeah you don't know where the why dude it's so good it's so good and we will always refer to wong as wongers going forward um, but I'm, I'm absolutely loving it the, where we have like these serious shows like house of dragons. I'm greatly appreciating something a little more down to earth, which is weird to say when she's a Hulk, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's the, still a very grounded show. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's, it is such a palate cleanser right now yeah. and I'm, I'm having just the best time with it. I look forward to it every Thursday. There's not been a drop off for me yet. Yet Marvel, your shows are known to just drop off at the end, please. Please. And okay, I want to call out specific Marvel fans who are sharing memes saying the only reason I'm watching the show is for Daredevil and that's the only reason this show matters. Shut up. <laughs> I'm so stoked to see Daredevil in this, but come on, she's wonderful. And it's not, if you're only watching this for the Daredevil cameo, that's just probably going to be in one episode. Come on. Fandoms, am I right? Fandoms, am I right? Going into some shows you touched on, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You finished is, it. I have not. Oh, okay. I plan on finishing it tonight after this episode. Awesome. I have been a little too busy um, with podcast stuff and whatnot, but uh, I have two episodes left. Mm. I only have two. It is. It has already made me cry. <laughs> it is. It is a very good show. And dare I say uh, that. What? Can I ask the part that made you cry? Was it at the beginning? No. Oh, it's later on? No. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're referring to. It is very sad. Yeah. But I mean, that's a very. The way it starts is not super, not to take it in a, take it away or anything. It's not you see it before anime, yeah, right, yeah, or right. any form of origin story. You do get some familiar tropes. You do, right. you do, you do. Um, but in those tropes, you definitely see where Trigger 
the studio that animated and created this flourishes and oh my god does it flourish and to have the world already established it's amazing and then be able to just i think this anime is going to kill that game insert a a story into it like it is awesome yeah and people are going to go from that anime to being like i want the i want to experience this and they're going to get in that game and then we're all just going to sit here alone and hope for a season two because the game's not going to give you that i'm going to play that ps5 version though do it do it so i still have it downloaded i'm going to give it a shot uh because again I can say what I want. I beat the game when it launched. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold that as my little trophy. I will never take that from you. Because <laughs> you can't, man. Um, and no actual hate to the game. It's just, at least when my run through with it, there are really good moments. And I'm not going to do a full review of Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, yeah. But what you get in this anime is so good. Mm. And I, because Trigger is known for having some really good shit out there. This stands up with them. Because what I'm like three episodes in and mm. I, I care about this main character. Already. Exactly. Yeah. Do ah, uh, I, I care. I would say David. Mm. Uh, and he's a Hispanic main character. You don't get that a lot, bro. I, you know, I've never been one to just automatically be on board, like for the culture, stuff like this. Right. Oh, okay. Which which no hate on anybody that does like mm-hmm. i totally get loving where you come from stuff like that but, wanting to be represented but i've always yeah yeah and but it's never something that i really seek mm-hmm. and then when it just happens like something happens to come up and there's like a hispanic main character or something like this or like we're like we're getting blue beetle yep. stuff like this yeah you know i mean and and uh better wb every once it. in a while like it just hits me and it's like Hell yeah, man. And like, it feels good. I bet, man. Yeah. Because you don't... I Transparency here for anybody who doesn't know. I think we've said it before. Ernest here is a Hispanic man. I, I am. am a white dude. Right. Um, I definitely have my have had my fair share of white representation. Um, but I can only imagine. A little bit. Feel like. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit here and there. Um, but dude, and race aside, like, uh, David's great. Yeah, David's no, great character. Um, and so is his mother. And you, uh, you, how dare you laugh at that? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you for Kevin Smith. But they, <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, yeah, they do a great job of just um, bringing you in, like right mm-hmm. away, right away. And like, it's the definition of just it's so stylized. Like yeah. the, the animation specifically, there are um, colors in here that I'm like, have I even perceived these before? I don't if, know what's going on. If you have like any kind of, um, definitely read that warning at the beginning. It's a very flashy. Yeah. Yeah. Not flashy. Not like, for those. There's a lot of flashing lights and stuff like that. If you happen to be like epileptic yeah. or anything, yep, yep, yep. Uh, be careful with this one. But if you're not fucking enjoy dive, the ride, <laughs> the fuck in dude, because it's pretty. It is it very is gorgeous. So pretty. What they do with the lights it's like, insane just the lights alone mm-hmm. um not going into color schemes or any of the other awesome shit that they have mm-hmm. but like man it's really pretty it is such a well-made anime yeah and i i want to segue off of that just a little bit off topic here and just be like fuck you netflix for not doubling down on animation and instead ha- firing 30 people in your animation department Bitches. obviously trigger doesn't work for netflix um but look people like animation Support animation, support adult animation. Speaking of adult animation, we got a finale. Tell them about it. We got a finale this week, and I cried. I I cried so hard. <laughs> was it more or 
less than Toy Story 3. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) So it's up there. It's up there. Um, Because you don't... I've told you before. So Primal, Primal Season 2 wrapped this last week. We don't know what Season 3 would be. Um, There has been an interview with Tartakovsky that has said he's thinking maybe if he continues to do like an anthology series. Mm. Um, So some stories might just be, be done. I will just leave that at that. And where this last episode goes, it's very much like when I went into Clerks 3. I wasn't looking for comedy, right? But um, I was just, there's a lot of stuff that's built up and it's coming. And some things happen a lot faster than than you'd expect. But there is just a moment. And the way they do it of just going back on the whole journey from the beginning of season one to here. And they do it and... I'll just say, I think caveman drawings are pretty well known. Like when you see like the etches, right, right, right. They do it with that, like caveman drawings. Man uses his blood, puts out a portrait because he hasn't been able to tell a story in a very long time because he's been on the run this whole time. Um, this show is beautiful. Um, this show is very special to me, and it should be spe- it's special. To a lot of people. I am so happy because there is an abruptness to the end of season two that. I expected to see more backlash online. And of course you don't, when people say this, I don't see every single reaction online, but I'm seeing a lot of praise for Tartakovsky doing some certain things. Um, And it's just wild. It's primal. Uh, But it's, (laughs) this show is so good. I cannot stress enough how that it it needs support. I hope we get more. If not, I I hope he just does something else that's super cool. He has he has another thing he's working on actually. Um, I'd have to look at the IMDb page, but I was just looking at it yesterday. But this man, you were talking about Kevin Smith being a, tre- a treasure. Gindy Tartakovsky is an absolute animation treasure, and they are few and far between right now, mm-hmm. at least in t- terms of like getting support. I we need more from this man. We we need more adult animation in general. It doesn't have to be just like raunchy comedy or raunchy like just like a doesn't have to be Simpsons clones. It doesn't have to be Simpsons clones. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Family Guy is great. All this other stuff's great. Um but to get these pieces of original content, like Primal's literally the story of a caveman and a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't have to say any more than that. Like that's already it seems so it, it and it is so simple. But the survivalist aspect and the things that you go through in this journey, I can't believe, like, I, I, I mean it. I, I cried. Like, I, it was like, <laughs> my face contorted. I was like, what's happening? This isn't, because I, I literally was like, oh, my food just got here. I just ordered, like, lunch or dinner. I ordered dinner. And I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch the last episode of this real quick. And in the middle of eating, I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is just supposed to be like a 20 minute like break man um <laughs> it is so good it is so good um season one's still probably my favorite but man i just want more i just want more of it doesn't have to be primal i want more of this adult animation i am very passionate about animation i can't draw um but i want to support all those who can and get the chance to provide us with just this original content that um there's these unique ideas and like Tartakovsky can obviously do it. The dude has come from doing Dexter's laboratory <laughs> to 
starting Samurai Jack as a regular Cartoon Network show, which was good. Yeah. And then I don't, did you ever watch his comeback for it? No. It turns into adult animation. (laughs) It is not for kids. Um, But at the same time, like it is emotional and he goes places with that. That is so impressive. And then from that to get primal, it is so good. And it's not based on anything. He's just making things. And it's fine if it's based on something too. But I just I just want more. I just want to like, just sit in it. I'm so glad we have another season of Love, Death, and Robots coming. Um, I love animation. And I just want more support for it. And when I see Netflix making decisions, like just horrible decisions of just like firing, cutting down the department, their animation department specifically. Ah, like that's so horrible. It's so stupid. Like, like, and obviously they're struggling a little bit because streaming wise, they're no longer the king. Um, somehow HBO is still doing quite well. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got good content. They do have a great content, uh, yeah. despite all the things that get secretly removed by <laughs> Warner Brothers. Um, and God damn it, if they cancel Doom Patrol, I'm gonna riot. But um, <laughs> adult animation matters. That's that's just all I will end that with. And Primal is great. Watch it, please. Watch it. One thing Please. Um, is that, you know, with that, with like the, uh, I just latched on to you saying like original uh-huh. and something that I've been seeing online a lot lately is because there, there are a lot of remakes out there and there stuff are. like that, but people uh, there, you go to the comments, which I don't know why the fuck I go to the comments. I <laughs> Sometimes know, you're curious. I know I'm not going to like what I see when I get there. It's like a form of like masochism or some shit. But I go to the comments and, you know, on so many things, I see why can't they just come up with something original? Why isn't anybody putting out original content? And then you don't watch There's the original content. so much shit out there to discover, man. Mm. And people are putting themselves inside these little boxes mm. and just being sheep and watching what everybody else watches. Go mm. watch something fucking new if that's what you want. Exactly. And exactly. and then come back and tell people about it so that can be the new mainstream thing. Support it. Yeah. Support it. Yeah. Like, stop, you know, asking if it's already there. Just exactly. go find that shit. That's I will all. also say, if you're going to remake something, well, you know what? If you're remaking something, you're bound to just have a half of fandom just hating you anyway. Because uh, if you decide to do it differently, they're going to give you crap for changing what they loved. And if you keep it the same, you're going to cra- get crap for doing it shot for shot. And it's a it's a lose lose. That's a that's another thing too is that like there's so many stories that people think are original stories when really they're based off of like this old 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 thing careful you're gonna ruin disney you know what I mean? yeah i mean like take disney for instance like all of those all of them stories are based on like old german folk tales and shit like this right like none of the, none of this shit is fucking original all these stories have been told before and now they're remaking them again and people have problems with them and shit like this eat a fucking peen sucker motherfucker well, hold on because if, if we're gonna get into the live action remakes well, I mean, some of them are bad. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. I can stop there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peace Dragon is quite good, um, especially when you consider what the original movie was. So, with that, I think we've expressed some passion here, some love, a little bit, s- spread it out a bit. Um, Ernest, where can the people find us? Well, if you'd like to go on more emotional journeys with us and be up to date with when those emotional journeys are coming your way, uh, you can find us on Twitter. 
and Instagram under the show's name, Life is Storytelling. And if you have any feedback for us, if you want to know, let us know that we're your favorite new thing in the world. Or if you want to let us know that we deserve to burn in hell and that we suck, peen suckers, then you can send us an email at lifeisstorytelling at gmail.com. Um, also, this motherfucker be streaming, baby. Ooh. I usually do Mondays. Um, this Monday, I need a little bit of time off, but uh, it is currently Tuesday right now. Yes, get the call. And uh, so by the time this is out, It'll be Wednesday afternoon-ish. Just say when you're going to stream. If you catch this when, you know, this comes You're in a loop to say when you're streaming. Then I will be streaming Wednesday nights at um, somewhere between 7 and 8 o'clock. But I am going to post that on my Instagram. uh, YKZeusGaming. All together. One word. YKZeusGaming. That's me on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, please go out there, find me, give me a little follow. But very excited for you to get back into streaming. Um, not, 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 not that you've taken a long break, but I'm just, I'm just glad you're doing it, man. We, we, we support you here I'm not for life of storytelling. Don't, stop. don't, because you picked your like one of the longest games of the year to stream. Yeah. Woo! I'm gonna do it. Get it, buddy. Um, you should do a challenge where you do every single side quest. I'm actually going to do the side quest and stuff like off. That's good, and Off that'll gear camera. you up and level you up to be able to progress through the story pretty well. Exactly. That's fair. And I was going to focus more, like, the stream more on just the main story. That's good. Um, Just just to, like, streamline it mm. a little bit for folks, and it, it'll be like, uh, I figure it's like weekly episodes. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Because yeah. um, definitely, well... My main draw with uh, Horizon is I love the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I love I love the world playing through it. Um, but I know a lot of people really like that story. Yeah. And Aloy, Aloy is a great character. Through and through. I love Aloy. Absolutely. Um, but that is to say, so coming up, we this weekend, we will not be having a gaming episode. Um, very sorry to say. Uh, there's just, we have birthdays, scheduled events, and just life going on. Um, but happy, we will be back at it. Happy birthday, Ashley. Happy birthday, Ashley. We love you. We, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but next week, we will be back. Same time, same place. And we are getting ju- getting right back in to our Del Toro movie series hey. with two movies. Hellboy 1 and Hellboy 2 Golden Army. These are two movies we've been very excited to get back into. Hell yeah. Um, and I, I'm very excited to review. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to rewatch them. Um, but that will be next week. Uh, sh- that episode should be out next Wednesday, all things considered. But thank you very much to everyone who tunes in. We appreciate you so much. Um, tell your friends about us. And uh, Ernest, thank you so much for letting me come to your house, talk with you about some movies and shit. Apparently also about Toy Story and Prince of Persia. Um, but with that, we will go ahead and call it here. Hope everyone has a good night and a great rest of their week.